Quincy Jones go here alongside my co-host, hip-hop hybrid Doc Lesnar. Yeah. A little bit of a solemn time as you hardcore wrestling fans may understand why. Goes without saying. It's been a horrible night. We 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 lost a good one last night. Yeah, uh, man. And you know, not, not to get it misconstrued with anything morbid, uh, no pun intended, but yeah, man. It's, it seems it's like seemingly, yeah, it looks like The Undertaker has officially retired from the uh, sport of uh, pro wrestling. The, the last outlaw of, 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 not even just WWE, bro. Of, of his generation. Just the last outlaw of pro wrestling, period. I don't see another outlaw out there right now. No. The only other ones I, I would have to say would have been Stone Cold. And he, he you know what I mean? Yeah. It, I don't know. It's It's weird. You know, and it's it's kind of frustrating, man, because like, and now I want to start off hot here, you know, but it's like, you know, I mean, start off hot, hot mic. We, you know, I mean, we can, get into, kid. we can get into this a little later, you know, yeah, yeah. I know we, we're going to go match by match, yeah. but it's just like, you know, just watching like just the reaction on the social media waves, you know, Facebook, IG, et cetera. And, you know, don't get me wrong. A lot of my, you know, wrestling peers, about 70% of them have had, you know, kind of mirrored, um, you know, uh, it's just feelings like I have, you know, it's just you are appreciative of everything he's done in his business. But, you know, it's very questionable. Did did Roman need that W? Yeah, exactly. Did he deserve I mean, the match to begin with? But then, you you know, the other 30 percent, which is kind of very overwhelming for me, they're, they're just under the impression that Roman carried the entire match. And that that's what's crazy to me, because I saw a little bit of that as well. But it's like we definitely weren't watching the same match then, you know, I mean, or, or at least watching the match with the same understanding. Yeah. You know, going into it, like I, I don't, I mean, well, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the post mania Wednesday edition of the Quincy Jones show. Yes. Talking all things mania. Yeah. I mean, like, I know, like we're, we're talking about the, like the outlaw, man. We're talking about dead man. We're talking about taker right now. And yeah, man, um, again, we're going to get into that a little bit. We're you know, a lot of happened at mania. Mania was big. I mean, in, in the form yeah, of... Uh, I, I was going to say, Mania had a way bigger feel that, uh, that's visually the, yeah. and just all around. It felt like a bigger event than it has in at least the last two years. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? Like, the, the card was pretty good. I mean, I was looking at it, and I, I think I, I said it to you a bit. Like, you know, there's a lot of uh, guys that actually are getting put on uh, on this card. A yeah, lot of newer yeah. guys, you know, finding a spot. And yeah, I, I thought which was really important to make things fresh. Uh, like you said, the last kind of two Manias. I, I, I like 31. 32, uh, I'm back and forth with the whole Triple H Roman thing. Eh. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know how WWE is. They, they had their attention to detail with their production. It was, dude, that ramp, 80 yards. Yeah, man, that was crazy. That was, I mean, I literally, as we're watching it, I know I'd said, I was like, man, that's, I mean, you know, obviously, if you are a football aficionado, you know, it's like, it's 20 short of a football field. Like, but I'm thinking in the sense of, I got to walk. 80% of a football field to yeah. get to the ring. Yeah. Like, that's insane. I can imagine you know? the, your thoughts that that you're just, just running through your head. I mean, it's already enough walking through that curtain with these huge, you know, these more extravagant, yeah, you grandiose know the be hot. entrances, you know? And, yeah. 
And then to have to sit there and walk. I mean, you're already thinking about it the whole weekend. You yeah. get there and you're like 80 yards are just straight. You imagine not knowing to the day of like, Man. oh, okay. Man. Yeah, I think oh, the dude. smartest guy was Triple H. He he got mobile. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He... And, and, and Sasha, they they got mobile. Get <laughs> they down got there, mobile. You know? They they, they, they had to get down to the bro. ring pretty quick. No, but uh, yeah, man. You know, we got to start it off. Uh, the kickoff actually was better than a lot of the kickoffs they've had. Uh, in I'd the say past. it's 50-50. Uh, yeah, no, oh yeah, it's true. Well, it came but off the hot. first match. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Austin Aries out Neville, the gate. Uh, dude, out the gate, that crowd was hot. Uh, I told you, dude, if you were just to walk in, if if say you you caught Mania late. And walked in on that kickoff show, you would have thought Rainier was going on already. Like that, that crowd was waiting, you know. And oh yeah, it it, it, it it's crazy because uh, you said on, off air, like you know, he's only had a few matches on Raw. Yeah, I think three. You know what I mean? Like and, that, yeah. and for him to culminate that kind of reaction. Oh yeah, he had a buzz. It's crazy, and and, and you know, like you know, I, I it's weird to me because you know, in NXT he kind of came out. I don't want to say lackluster, but I felt like he, the reception was kind of eh. And then it's crazy that you know. Stick a guy behind a commentator's table for a few few months. Oh, yeah. And this guy yeah. just got himself over without oh, yeah. even stepping foot in the ring, man. And I was I was just really happy for him when he came out. The match was great. Oh, yeah. Well, and you know what's funny? Match. Going back to what you said, like, yeah, his NXT, like, specifically, like, he had a match with Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. People were shitting and, on that match, too. So to, to go from that to having a match with Neville yeah, and, and having Mania. that kind of reaction, that's saying something. Yeah, 100%. You know? Because one would argue Shinsuke's got a better... Uh, a name he'll or draw he was to it, than yeah. Neville would, yeah. you know, despite you know their separate yeah. journeys. And, and that's to the not big a shade. That's not a slight to Neville. No, at no, all. no, not it's at just, all. On a more global scale, people will be able to more recognizable yeah, names. Shinsuke, yeah, yeah, he's known in two different markets. 100%. Exactly. So, like, but that match, you're right. That match yeah, was, was it was uh, just lightning in a bottle as soon as it got in. Dude, I think I, we all anticipated with their separate special, you know, skill sets yeah. that it was going to be st- something styles. to see. Especially with with Neville's new style, a little bit more aggressive. Uh, Aries is uh, intense, implosive, uh, and, and the thing that's why I like Aries. He packs he packs a lot of impact in, in the small frame he has, and he makes everything count when he oh, does yeah. it. You know, so this in terms of presentation, good, he packs a punch. Yeah, one hundred percent. I enjoyed it. The uh, Man, there was just like the, uh, the 450. We haven't seen him pull that out in a while. Yeah, not yeah, not on the main roster. Not in, yeah, you're right. Not even on the main roster. Uh, he hit the discus punch. Neville fell off the um, ring. That's the discus five arm. I'm sorry, you're as right. Corey and, Graves would correct yeah, himself, yeah, sir. Yeah. And now I'm sorry for the, you know the savior misbehavior would probably have my head on a platter right now. But yeah, the the, the discus five arm boom flies out. The, I, I thought it was great storytelling. My man Austin finally finally got that leaping. <laughs> <laughs> a double axe handle oh, on the yeah. outside. He's teased it so long. Yeah, and he, it, he didn't. He didn't flail his arms as wildly oh, as yeah, usual. Yeah, you know. Which <laughs> kind of makes it as fun to watch. But he, yeah. you're right. He did hit that, which is I thought it was really good. I mean, he, you know, it showed he was there for business. He he, he was pulling out everything he could out of his arsenal oh, to get it done. Man. Drop kick again. Oh, it man, just he, looks so miraculous every time dude, he how, does it. Man. How does Neville not have? Uh, uh, <laughs> how does he not have? A chin like he like his chin was destroyed like he, he his, oh, yeah. him and James Ellsworth can kick it yeah like, his, his jaw should have been gone like that that is I mean you saw it even in that instant replay when you know sometimes the commentators they'll say oh right on the button and you're like oh all right yeah, yeah. no that he drilled that man's chin was on the floor yeah. that was <laughs> that was a great match though uh, surprise eh, not so surprised I'm I'm not disappointed I'll say at at the finish. Uh, that was yeah, because I know strong. in our prediction video we did say Aries, yeah. but oh, I'd be lying horribly. if I didn't say it in the back of my mind 
I didn't think the entire time that maybe they wouldn't hand this to Aries, given that it is his first mania and yeah. he has returned or made his debut in such a short amount of time. But, but on the flip side, it was also Neville's first WrestleMania that, too. Exactly, so yeah. you know, it was. I, I think that's longer. what I think that's what kind of made the predict. Yeah, you're right. That's, but you know what kind of surprised me was that, uh, and, and you know, we'll get into the reason why later. But Aries is on. Uh, he made it to Mania, but Samoa wasn't even booked. That was kind of weird right very weird yeah which i mean but you know which kind of takes to the next i mean the andre the giant memorial yeah i I I was kind of expecting him to pop up there i find it preposterous to say yeah one could not find a spot for samoa joe i mean it's i mean you're telling me that gender needed to be in the the bottom two you know i you know maybe i'm jumping gun but this match for sure sure Come was on. a low blow oh no no you're not ju- i mean there was things where it's like we were we were why i think we we said this was probably the worst book match of the night we i mean we're not we're not expecting miracles here people but yeah. like i mean i don't know I, I don't know why they chose mojo maybe for the same reason they chose zach last year you know what i mean just for that quick little you know but yeah it's not like the andre the giant memorial battle royal blah 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 trophy is going to be on the line and someone could take it from him immediately the next week like how they did with the icy title with zach you know what i mean exactly, it's something yeah. he's going to have to carry around yeah, it's, going to, it's going to be lasting for a, a year. year supposedly you know? the honor of it suppose, and I feel you like know? you kind of throw a little bit of pressure on yourself in a booking and creative standpoint to push and and stamp why he was chosen to be in that well, spot now i get you got to get your celebrity cameos that's and I what thought i was, it was just going to yeah. did when he hit, yeah, hit the I, ring to play devil's advocate it's like it's going to be cross promotional across the board the entire week and probably another week after Mania, ESPN, Fox Sports, TNT, whatever you're going to like. Yeah, they're all going to play. You know what I mean? You're going to see the replay. So I, I get that. I, I I do get that from from a marketing standpoint. But I mean, Harper, Harper yeah, can't even get the run. Eliminations were just not well thought. Braun Braun got, in my opinion, he got eliminated way too early. Way too early. Big show. But I get it because you needed the most amount of people in the yeah. matchup. To try to get that to happen, but I think we talked about maybe a better better scenario would have been Big Show, who was already eliminated, kind of helping via. I think it, I want to say it was um, I want to say it was Hogan did that to Sid Vicious yeah. one year in the yeah, Rumble. Yeah, he did. So that could have been something that could have started Braun's next program. Between you know, but now two, it's like, well, I don't know where Braun's going to be. I, you know, the, the Raw after Mania. Yeah, you know, yeah, you never know. We'll because I thought out. Big Show, he got eliminated and just started walking towards the locker room. Was it mad? Like, Mark Henry showed some legit yeah, yeah, he, it you was know, like characteristics was of someone who's, who was legitimately, you know, frustrated yeah, that yeah. he was eliminated. Yeah, exactly. You know? And and I, that, that's what was so weird about it, dude. Like, I, uh, I don't know. Like you said, it was almost like he was just kind of going through the motions and just... Yeah, I, I mean, for all we know, he probably wasn't too excited about the eighty-yard walk back. Who knows? True, but I mean, <laughs> he's like, a giant. We had Ting from NXT eliminate both the Fashion Police. Yeah, you yeah. had Luke Harper get eliminated by Titus. Titus O'Neil. What is that doing for Titus? Like nothing. I was feeling like Zayn had a right to win. Titus had a right to win. But our prediction, no, not Titus. Biggest, no, not Titus had a right to no, win. No, no, I'm saying not Titus. Yeah. Harper and Zayn. Unless you want to make it a win. No, no, I, no. He. <laughs> <mm-mm>. <laughs> not with the today. Titus brand, bro. <laughs> no, no, man. It's <laughs> like to me. I felt like if it wasn't Zayn or Harper, it should have been Braun. Oh, 100. Um, I mean, at, at the least, I, it's it's one of those things where they spent 
a few, I don't want to say a lot of time, but a lot of the focus of that match was the whole big show, Braun Strowman showdown. Fact, he got his own entrance. And yeah, he you did. Know? Yeah. And and everyone else walked down by themselves and he had the, yeah. And then and and they had the like stare down. Started and then, too was, yeah, two behemoths are clearing the ring. So you assume it's to, to clear the table for the big guys. For the eat, showdown, yeah. You know? And then it's like, Left, right, left, right, like in terms of this body going over this way, this body going over that way. And then it, it was, it kind of was just like for nothing. Yeah. Me. It, so, it, I mean, congratulations to Mojo. Yeah. I mean, but I wouldn't have booked it that way. No, you know? I mean, I, Which I, I think like a I said, lot of fans. Again, I get it. The NFL coverage, I get it. The the news, sports outlets, yeah, crossover. But appeal. as far as if someone actually needed that spot and not for the sole purpose of, of the cross promotion, Harper, Braun, Sammy would have been great. To yeah. show how big it's hard. He was a small, one of the smallest guys next to Kalisto in that match. Yeah, so, exactly. But, you know, moving right along, we had the. Yeah, we go into the last year's winner, right? With and Baron Corbin. Yeah, you're right. We got Baron Corbin. Uh, he fought Dean Ambrose for that IC title. Uh, I mean, this match. This is my whole feel about it. The build started off really great. It kind of sort of fizzled the last two weeks. Yeah. But like the talking smack segment was um the, the last one the one the go home I guess the go home talking smack yeah, yeah, yeah it was the, the, you know, I'm gonna turn the TV, the TV off and, off like that 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 was like not I wasn't really amused by it at all it was one of those things that that would have worked in front of a live crowd yeah you know strictly to get a, a, a that kind a, of reaction that kind yeah. of reaction but for like for the viewer I don't know man it was. Like I said, and I I don't know. I mean, I know they they had Ambrose take some time off to sell that uh that uh that whole forklift thing. Yeah, but I felt like that that also kind of was yeah. Yeah, but I, I felt like while he's taking time off, Baron didn't really get a whole lot of time to help build the other side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just was like on the hunt for Dean because he wanted a title shot. But it's like you never beat Dean for a title shot. Yeah. It's kind of like the yeah. logic I was looking at it as, but. I wasn't mad at it because, I mean, like we said, there was, you know, when we went to, to SmackDown in Anaheim, yeah. he deep sixed them into, I, I guess, the, you know, it was a classic, like Mick Foley, uh, audio visual yeah, the audio setup. And yeah, you saw the sparks, with the sparks fly. flying and, and special that effects. in the package. Yeah, they, dude, I don't even know if they, they, they didn't even show when, when, when he whipped his ass at Elimination Show. Exactly. And I feel like that's really where it started. Yeah, that's, and, and that's right around the time you started calling, like you started saying, I think they're planting seats for that. And then, yeah. boom, Elimination Chamber happens and they don't even show it. I don't, I don't know, man. That was kind of weird. But uh, to get to the match, I really felt like this match kind of fell flat as far as the, the hype that was put behind the, into the build that it was based around. It was an okay match. I mean, but like you said, it felt like it was a SmackDown match. It wasn't a WrestleMania match. It yeah. wasn't even a WrestleMania pre-show match. Like, yeah, you know what? I don't I don't believe that that match was even announced for the pre-show. So it almost felt like... I mean, Dean came down pumped, you know? But there was just not a lot of snug strikes, in my opinion. Um, it, Dean, it just felt never... like they were both kind of going through the motions. There was a few... I want to say there was a few... Maybe a botch or so... Uh, uh, with the deep six. Yeah, I know he went for it and he kind of spun out, but they did a good job. Like you said, yeah. it looked yeah, like they Dean kept, kept it very professional, kind of turning it into the, was it the lunatic? The, yeah, the, uh, the uh, lariat, you know, and, and um, or was whack, it the, the wacky line? line? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he ate a boot after that, which it, it looked good, you know, but um, I just felt like if it, if, if it wasn't going to change hands, I'm not sure why we had the match. Well, you know? the, other, the other portion of it where I, I, and this is just me personally, as a wrestling fan, I love the IC title. Some of my favorite yeah. guys held that title. I made that title great. Great workers in the business. 
And I don't know. I just feel, and I could be wrong. This is, again, this is just my perspective. But I feel like when you, when you sit there and you feature an Intercontinental Championship match on a pre-show, that kind of demotes yeah, or further demotes it because he hasn't defended that title in like two months, man. Yeah, and that's also what's frustrating. Is... And, and Mark McFly, to his credit, he always says, you forget that he even has that belt when you bring him up. Yeah, it becomes like part of his attire, like yeah. his jacket. Yeah, you, know, you like, know what I mean? It's just something he wears to the ring. It, it, it's, it's almost as common as like as uh, his hand wraps now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you did some, but I mean, and, and that's the thing. That's what kind of that's why I get concerned because it's like he hasn't defended it, and all he's been doing, he's been walking out to the to the he's been walking to the ring, and then just dirty deedsing. Uh, Kurt Hawkins twice, two times in a week yeah. or in two weeks, and and you know what I mean. He hasn't even really defended it, so I don't know. The, the, I think the pre-show spot may have hurt it, hurt the the interest in it. You know what yeah, I mean? And, you know, and I think we had said this too during the during the during, while watching it is, I felt like with the amount of times they were showing the forklift spot, him getting hit with the pipe, um, you know, and if you were to throw in, you know, him getting just manhandled after being eliminated, uh, or Dean, I should say, after eliminating Baron Corbin at the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. You show Dean getting deep six into that audio equipment. You really could have had a, a good last man standing match on your hands. I remember, yeah, you, you that know? was another thing you said, which um, I think is, I mean, you know, I don't know what's next for SmackDown or if they're going to do the whole roster shakeup or what, what's next. Uh, as far, because obviously, you know, WrestleMania is usually the place, it's, it's a place of two things, where seeds start, or where things end, you yeah. know what I mean. So, uh, who knows where they go from here? Yeah, because the day, um, the raw after Mania is is basically like the first of the, the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They they yeah, these guys work from from uh, April to April. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Mania is the end of the year for them, and they they hit that reset button. I don't know what they're gonna do with these two. I wouldn't mind seeing the last man standing match, but there has to be something that's gonna make. I mean, you know, if he would have beat him down senseless after the match. And told him to stay down or whatever, yeah. make something like that. You know, some yeah, some is one of his like cliche things to say when yeah, he's in the uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, you know. but, but maybe we'll get it extreme rules. Who knows? Yeah, but um, we're gonna get into a little bit a uh, little quick break, and uh, we're gonna be right back. Oh, you didn't know. Well, your ass better call somebody. You already know Quincy Jones go from the Quincy Jones Show. Here to remind you to go to United909.com. These fools got the best hip-hop gear, best street gear. They got booty shorts for your girl, dog. I'm telling you, I'm giving you an excuse. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Yeah, let, let her know. Hey, girl. I yo, I'm on this Quincy Jones podcast, and he told me about this dope new brand called United 909. I'm trying to see what's good. You should try them all. I'm trying to help you help yourselves. United909.com. If you're repping for the IE, this is how you rep for the IE. From the 909 to the 951, man, for the IE, by the IE. Shout out to CLOG once again, man. United 909, they're the ones who helped us single-handedly helped us with our first batch of official merch for the Quincy Jones Show. We got Quincy Jones Show shirts coming soon. They're actually available now. Hit us up on the PayPal, thequincyjonesshow at gmail.com. What's your size? We'll send you an invoice, and I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. I don't have a problem with that. You know why? Because you guys support us. You support United 909, and you support the show. So make sure you go to United 909, check out the stuff, and dig it. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two-man tower trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yes, we are back in effect. This is 
the resident hip hop hybrid, Doc Lesnar. And then uh, Quincy Jones is here too. Yeah, I, I I do stuff. Yeah, he he's got his name on the show or whatever. I mean, that's pretty much where where I get my <laughs> No, it's worth. Doc Lesnar and Quincy Jones go. And this you is know. the Quincy Jones show, and we are here recapping WrestleMania. Yeah, man, it's the post uh Mania special edition Wednesday show of uh, the Quincy Jones show. So uh we uh just we left off on the Andre Giant uh Memorial Battle Royal, kinda capped off the pre-show. Moving on, AJ and Shane. First official match on the the mm. the night. I mean, of WrestleMania. This match, I was very, I enjoyed this from an I entertainment standpoint. I mean, I mean, and for a while, this was my match of the night, but it is not no more. This is no. Say, this, this is a close two. This is it's 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 a tie for two with another one. Oh, tie for second. Yes, it's a tie for I, second. I want to say, dare I say it? It you know, at least for the most part, until some of the other matchups came up, it definitely was stealing the show. I thought it was a great way to open up the yeah, show. I don't know who's the agent for that match. I don't know who booked the match or the order, but that was a really good way to open the show. Yeah, no, that I mean, in a sense, because people had their own screwy ideas of how it was going to go, they can get it out there, prove them wrong, and then get it out the way. Yeah, quick. they use you know that I mean? doubt to their full advantage. Oh, hundred percent. That that was a good match. AJ, uh, his gear was dope. I was digging the red, white, and blue. Um, I mean, obviously, we were talking about the the new shirt. He wasn't wearing it, but it, man, this guy's got merch, man. <laughs> you know, they're both. I mean, just, even before they got to the ring, the stage and the set and oh, and just man. the way the presentation was, yeah. their entrances look really good. Yeah, and you know what? And I'd said this throughout the night, yo. Freaking hats off to whoever that the visual media artist was with whoever they had that that sat there and did these complete. Uh, final versions of these WrestleMania uh, uh, like packages because oh, it yeah. was a little, little bit different once we got the Mania. They added uh-huh. some things, a little special. Dude, that those those packages were amazing all night. Yeah, they, they, they I mean, her- we we know what we've seen. It's been beaten to the ground. Yeah, they yeah. played on the yeah. pre-shows. And yeah, the weeks leading up, but this one had a little bit of good gloss and polish to it. Not too you much. Know? Even the starting where they had the whole. I, you know, with oh, the yeah, roller coaster the thing, thing, and, and yeah, that I, was, I was really like, well it, done. This is almost like a Universal Studios, like one of those little rides, 100%. like. Uh, you know, back to the future and stuff like that. But no, uh, uh, but AJ and Shane, I have, I, I don't, I mean, I only have one, one criticism. One Shane did not sell himself going through, jumping off at least 10 feet in the air. You're at least 10 feet yeah, sitting on top table. of 10 feet through a table. And it ain't, it ain't no, I mean, Shane does it how he does it. The elbow drop, you know what I mean? He put, he did a full effort in, in that elbow drop as if he was going to hit AJ. Yeah, it looked like he literally just landed you know, in underneath the ground. Yeah, he almost it looked, almost looked like he overshot it. Yeah, no, he definitely did because he, he did kind of had a slight bounce, but really he just skidded. Yeah, he he pretty uh, much and slid, then went right yeah. to the concrete. Yeah, you know? and um, I I just felt that when he got uh, you know AJ threw him back in the ring, and then he went for the forearm. And he countered into that, uh, believe I forgot what it's called, but it's that DDT that the Rock used to do. Back oh in yeah, the, the wraparound DDT, the, yeah, the float exactly. over the DDT. flow over, yeah. And and I was like, dude, you just went through a table. You launched yourself through a table. It yeah. wasn't even like you know, hundred percent. It was. I mean, don't get me wrong. Shane's done some really hardcore stuff and oh, has been 100%. part of some hardcore moments. But yeah, you know. It wasn't a bad spot. It just needed a little bit more selling. You know, yeah, I get it because to go from that, you know, the table spot to I'm going to get up, reverse a phenomenal forearm 
to now I'm going for the shooting star press. Whether he hit it or not, no, that, that's a lot of energy yeah. in itself. And I would think, you know, after going through a table, your half your body would be spent. And so I don't. I mean, I know personally, I don't know if I could pull off a shooting star press after a jump like Dude, that. I'm, I'm just saying, there's only, there's been a few. We've had a few gripes about guys now selling the table spots the last couple months. The one that comes to mind is Roman Reigns. Shane McMahon, by no imagination, is a Roman Reigns. No, instead of the, you know what I mean. So that, that's why I'm saying, like, he not being an current, like, a consistent active wrestler on the yeah. roster needed to show the, oh, shit, what did I get myself into? You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but other than that, other than that, I loved AJ's trash talk. I loved that Shane was rope doping him a little bit uh, oh, with yeah. a little bit of his wrestling stuff, too. Um, I loved the 450 countered into the triangle hold, transitioned into the single arm hook. Styles Clash. Yeah, yeah, that was that a was great a good sequence. spot. Um, I did like seeing the calf killer reemerge. It's been a while since we've seen you know use it. Uh, like you said, the shooting star press. That even though he missed it, impressive. Oh yeah, and a guy, and a man. This his age. You know, I didn't. We didn't. I thought he was going for something else. I thought he was going for like maybe that test elbow he used to do back in the day. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, he went for that shooting star. You know what it was? He was at the Hall of Fame, and he saw that package. Oh yeah, <laughs> he saw that video package, and 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 that's that's what got him, man. Uh, but you know what? The coast-to-coast spot, not the spot that, I mean, we all know Shane could do it, mm-hmm. but that spot where AJ tried to do it and Shane hit him out the air, he kind of just kind of caught him in the air with the trash can. I yeah, that, that trash can good. was bad after. Yeah, um, and, and prior to the trash can, I really did appreciate, it was a smart move, I appreciated the ref bump. Yeah, you know, that's as real as a ref bump is going to yeah. get. You know, I mean, we've all seen AJ hit that, Inseguri, a lot of indie guys are, you know, they're, they're able to hit that type of kick too. But um, yeah, that was good timing. Uh, Shane, I believe, ducked or got out the way. Ref was there, and he took it to the back of the head. Man. No, he took it like a champ, dude. He hundred percent took it like a champ, man. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, I I thought it was a good spot. I thought it was smart because it opened up the. Uh, the door for the table yeah. spot and yeah, yeah. The trash I mean, can for for everyone that everyone thought it was going to be, and then we kept we had to come to the realization: oh wait, it is just a wrestling match. There's real rules in place. It's but no it's DQ. WrestleMania, damn it! Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good spot. Opening up the floor for what we all wanted to kind of see yeah. the possibility of it set the tone. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I thought it was good, man. I thought the the match um, it didn't go over in time. I thought it was just enough time. Um, but they definitely set the tone, like you said, for that night. Uh, but AJ got the W too. Yeah, and AJ. Oh man, I'm just really. I, I didn't know what they were gonna do because I can't wait till Tuesday. Yeah, I got to see what's gonna go on, on Tuesday, man. For how sure, he's gonna throw this into space. You know, I, I'm, hey, if I'm right, and I called it here, I had, I had my possibility was that that AJ would beat Shane so bad or beat him in a way where he had to take some time off to get rest up, and hit, you know him. Staying confident and real high off that win, and you know him getting a little bit cocky on Tuesday, like oh, going you know the whole down your Brian route, like just oh yeah, oh you got you got another commissioner coming. Oh, who's it going to be? It doesn't matter because I can still get away with anything I yeah, want. I'm untouchable. I'm untouchable. And and then boom, Kurt Angle. And I'm, that 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 was that was my and I I've been getting people are telling me no, nah, it's a better possibility this way, and I'm like all right, yeah, let, we'll see. They're the dream. Stay tuned. They're, it's it's because both those guys. Have history. Yeah. No, Shane 100%. and him, AJ and him. So, you know, but um, moving along, this is what I considered the, the match of the night for me. This is number one. 
We had Kevin Owens versus uh, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, yeah. That was a very good match. That was, I mean, I feel opinion. like if you say solid match, it's kind of insulting. Like, psychologically, it was great. Um, you know, there, to my knowledge, there was no botches. There, it was just a good pay-per-view worthy match yeah, between I'm, the two. That was a great wrestle. To me, that was a WrestleMania match between them. Yeah. And Jericho's um, at the top of his game, man. And to be honest, I wouldn't, like, if they were to, these guys could have fought for a year and they had that same kind of match every pay-per-view, and I would have watched every single time. Oh, yeah, 100%. That was, and, and that's just what, that just shows you how, like, at least, again, this is my opinion. It's just not your guys' opinion, but I enjoyed this match. I mean, and the, obviously these guys, we we know, especially being on Talking Talk is Jericho, they, they have, you know, they, they're actual friends. You yeah, know they have what a budding friendship for sure. And I really think I could imagine these guys, you know, had very much fun putting this match together. I can only imagine Kevin Owens, he's like, dude, I'm I'm putting a match together with, well, not only with Chris Jericho, but I'm getting to do it on the platform of a WrestleMania. Yeah, like those guys, I, I can only. And I believe yeah. you were you had mentioned to me while we were watching it that the last time Mania was at the Citrus Bowl, Owens was there. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I and, think and, I believe Michaels was saying that he, uh, 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 Michael Cole had had mentioned that the last time they're at the Citrus Bowl that Kevin Owens was actually there in attendance. You know, they, they probably, watching he was, Jericho. He was like, I've been he was in section two hundred three or something like that. So that you know that that which added more to the personal drama yeah. going into that and I, dude I, i'm just gonna get it to the spots right away cannonball on the apron yeah great that was that was awesome never um, seen that before no i mean from it, nobody not not just from kevin owens just in just general from, yeah i haven't seen that i didn't know what he was i was i was thinking he was i was like wait but where no way yeah you know like when he set up for it i thought maybe but i thought no this guy's too big to ride the the, the edge of the apron but he proved me wrong man he he he, he uh, the there was a great drop kick that I saw. I mean, it's just a drop kick, but uh, Jericho had that great drop kick. Oh, right yeah, that's a DDP yoga. I'm telling you, dude. Like, it's right off that Irish whip rebound. Boom, hit him right on the face with it. The swanton that Kevin did, impressive. Though he didn't land. Yeah. He landed it's, on the it's knees. It's always but impressive it's, that a guy that size could do that. Yeah, and, and I love that he saves it. He mm -hmm. saves it for the little moments and uh, – you know, I, I like I said because he didn't land. It, that was totally fine. But the, oh, dude, the top rope Hurricane Rana that Jericho did, yes. dude. If you want proof that DDP saved this guy's back, for sure. Like, dude, I, I couldn't tell you how old Jericho is. I want to say he's in his forties. To do a top top rope, oh yeah, Hurricane Rana. That was yeah, that was impressive. And then there was even when Kevin Owens, uh, he had pulled out the. The walls of Jericho on him. He's oh, a much yeah, bigger I, guy. He was cranking down on that back. Yeah, I and, got. Yeah, I did. You know? I thought that the lion salt was go, was awesome. Oh yeah, the lion even, salt was even when he he uh, hit the backflip. Yeah, and like when's the last time we seen him do that? He dude, it you was know? he. Ah man, Jericho's Jericho's good man. Jericho's just he's a pro. Yeah, he was Always the top of his game. Uh, it was good seeing the go home driver. Haven't seen him pull that out in a while. Uh, like you said, the walls of Jericho was a great spot where he had it on Y two J. I mean, honestly, I think that would have been kind of cool if Y2J would have, uh, uh, the, the, one of the, the few times he got the uh, Waltz Jericho on Owens if he would have done the Lion Tamer. Yeah, and you know, you know, you know, Kevin would have been down, dude. Oh yeah, and you know what I liked was how that the the um, Walls of Jericho came out in the very beginning of the match, and what I enjoyed about it, as small as it was, was the fact that it didn't turn into a I almost got him, and now you have flipped me over spot you know yeah, it yeah. seems like he has not gotten that move on anyone legit in a while you know it's, oh, every time he goes for the walls of jericho gets reversed so yeah. it was kind of cool to see 
that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm here and I'm not playing around. I'm coming in like a bat out of hell. And he took the fight to him. You know, I liked it. And, you know, that's one thing we forgot to talk about was their, their entrances were dope. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to add that at the, the end. The huge yeah. list of uh, Jericho. He brought back the countdown. He brought back the countdown. He has a light-up scarf now. Oh, yeah. It's a little, you know what I mean? <laughs> that was uh, but the, tremendous, one, one, man. One spot that was definitely creative, and I have to speak on this because it, I've never seen this before. And I was going back and forth with myself because I was like, you know what, maybe it could have been a little bit cleaner. But you know what, I've never seen anyone do this before. So that's just how it's supposed to be. That cannonball in the corner reversal where he went for it again and Jericho stood up and caught him yeah. into the walls of Jericho, that was ridiculous. It, yeah, that was very impressive. That was, I, I don't know, it, it, was, it was crazy. Uh, I, I did enjoy the kickoff from the pop-up powerbomb. Uh, it proves that, you know, no one else is, to my knowledge, not a lot of people was kicked out from the pop-up powerbomb. No, I don't think anyone uh, I mean, I think maybe, Cena, maybe, maybe, yeah, someone on the power, on a pay-per-view where you had to do it again, maybe like a Sammy, maybe on one of their many battles, but. Yeah, I can see it, that, or it, maybe it, an NXT it just or kind something. Of, it just kind of, it just further proved that things like that, as far as kicking out of a pop-up powerbomb, saved for WrestleMania. Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes it more special. This is where it should be. The pop-up codebreaker. You know, it's funny because in my head I said I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that could happen, but I didn't think it was actually something we would see, and but it looked beautiful. The, the cherry on top for me was how Owens reached over with the fingertip oh. and caught the rope. <laughs> yeah. That was classic. Ama- Kevin Owens. <laughs> that was amazing. Like not amazing. I, I understand. I understand. It, it's a road break, but it's it, it. He's a heel. That was great heel yeah. work, and I mean. And just a to top it off, on the rope. Yeah, and just to top it off, just to you know, because I know we got more to cover. The one thing I do want to say is uh, that apron power bomb was to me it looked a little bit stiff. Yeah. Um. And and I was kind of weirded out at first. I was like thinking, oh, I don't know if maybe he should have. In my head, I was like, my opinion, I probably would have thrown him in after the apron power bomb, then would have done the pop up power bomb, and then you know win. Because I don't know, I, I felt like maybe the uh, the reaction of the crowd were, was kind of indifferent on, on that being the finish. But then I thought about it. I was like, well, if Kevin Owens is doing this, this, and, and that's the thing. I didn't know if maybe they, they just rushed to go home because maybe he was hurt mm-hmm. off that spot. But then I'm thinking if this is the new Kevin Owens character, the violent, the more savage, yeah. uh, uh, evil pun intended, which is what he's been showing leading. Yeah. Up, you man. know what I mean? So I figured, you know what? No, that's the perfect, that's the, that's the perfect finish for that match because it sucked the air out of the room when they saw that, throw him in, boom, one, two, three, new U.S. champion. Congratulations, Kevin Owens. That was the first, no, that was the second time we were on the board that night mm-hmm. uh, for our predictions. Again, we did really shitty. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're going to get into another break. And uh, when we come back, we got a lot more to talk about. We got the four-way women's match. We got the, surprise, surprise, four-way ladder tag team match. We called it, y'all. We did. We called it. We called it. Don't be mad. They're like, it was wonderful. <laughs> But yeah, we're gonna get into more. Uh, we got a uh, we got a break, and uh, we're gonna come back to Quincy Jones show. Go.
Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, it's me, the DOC. That's right, the hip-hop hybrid of the Quincy Jones Show. And I'm here to bring all you loyal listeners a good hookup, a pretty good exclusive. And that's me letting you know you need to check out one of our most loyal sponsors. That is Strong Style Brand. Now, we've been part of the SSB family for quite a while now. And they got everything you need if you're a pro wrestler or if you're just a pro wrestling fan. They got hats, scullies, hoodies, beanies, crew neck shirts, crew neck sweaters, shorts, phone cases, they got flags, you name it, they got it, and let me tell you, if you're going to just believe one thing, you're going to trust one thing for the rest of your life, and I tell you right now, as you listen to my voice coming through these speakers to your ears, as a loyal listener of the Quincy Jones Go brand and Quincy Jones Show brand, I'll tell you one thing, with a tear in my eye, these dope threads from Strong Style Brand are the sole reason that I've been out here Strong styling and profiling as the ice cold chilling, microphone killing, chin checking, sour gang repping, beer bashing, beard swagging, son of a gun. Woo! Now go to strongstylebrand.com and check it out now. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. What's going on? We're back. Quincy Jones go along with the hip hop hybrid of the Quincy Jones show. Doc Lesnar, we're getting into some more Postmania stuff, man. This is a special Wednesday edition of the Quincy Jones show in case that you didn't hear me the first two times. And um, yeah, man, we uh, left off on KO and Jericho. Now we're uh, speeding right into the four way elimination women's championship match from the jump, dude. This match was I, I mean, I don't know who the agent was. And I know we 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 have our, our opinion on. Yeah, on we've had our subtle certain, debates. Certain, yeah, yeah, certain things. I, I'm not mad at Bailey winning. Uh, I had a but, feeling that was a possibility. Yeah, I mean, just because they like to build WrestleMania on dreams coming true and stuff yeah. like that. And um, uh, but I don't know who the agent was on this match, man. But this dude, the spots were insane. Yeah. Uh, if I can get, I mean, I loved how uh, as soon as the match started, you know, they had. Every woman in the respective corners. Naya just charged, I want to say Bailey from the jump, uh, which I loved, which painted her as the monster that she should have been painted as uh coming into this match. I, I I mean, I think we talked about it before. I think Naya deserved a little bit more of a better build of her. Actually, I even role. think before then, I think Charlotte tried to she like Naya was looking at both Sasha and Bailey, and then Charlotte tried to come in. She threw Charlotte to the corner. Yeah, and then it just kind of broke down from there where, yeah, all the girls are trying to get the shots. But, yeah, no, Nia had a pretty good build going in. I think that was really important to make her the destructive factor in yeah. in this fatal four-way. And, and this match really painted that. The, the I called it the, the triple clothesline. She clotheslined Bailey. Oh, yeah. She clotheslined Charlotte. Charlotte. And you even said it was important for, for uh, Sasha. Sasha to be in the middle, and she ate that that I guess a body attack, yeah, body block or something. That, yeah. that was that was a good spot. That was a, a tremendous. Yeah, you know. I mean, to me, that did more for her character, aside from her just whooping, uh, just a bunch of jobbers every yeah. week. You know what I mean? Uh, I love that. I loved when um, oh he she stacked ba- she had uh, she double stacked Bailey. And Sasha, I believe, both oh, yeah. in the in the corner and did a double, not double, but she she did like a, a turnbuckle clothesline with yeah. both of them in there, or like a splash of sorts, almost and, and, and even her fo- size. And then, and then followed up with what we haven't seen in a while: the bonsai splash. 
But yeah, the drop. Man. I'm sorry, the bonsai drop. Yeah, which I like. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen. You know, I mean, I think the only Shades person for a family man. I I think what Umaga. Um, he, uh, you know, I'm sure not he as a has finish, used it. not as a finish. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah you but know, as far he as has definitely, doing it. if he hasn't used it, he's definitely gone for it. Before. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I did also like that spot where Naya was fighting with Charlotte on the apron. She, Charlotte being on the apron, Charlotte or Naya still inside the ring. She grabs Charlotte and tosses her off the apron, which inadvertently turns into a running senton onto Bailey and Sasha on the yeah. outside, which was another good spot. That was crazy. There was um, this, she had a, she did a good job having her way with these women. Yeah, no, and, and and I think that I'm glad that everyone involved saw the value in, in allowing her to do that because I think we called it. We figured that all three of them would have to band together to get her get to eliminate. Yeah, yeah. eliminate her. But before you know, I, I liked how they cared enough that well, before we get you out of here, we're going to put you over because yeah. This yeah is, I, mean, I know there was a double some sort of move before that that really tremendous power bomb we saw. Um, oh, it was the the double back suplex that they tried. It was Bailey and Sasha that kept trying to get her in the back suplex, and uh, after the, I think the third attempt, Charlotte ran and hit her with that, that padded boot, boot yeah, which gave right. the extra, oomph, you know, to yeah. be able to lift her, so to speak. And yeah, that was tremendous. Uh, I did like how you know for a while, um, you know, Nia was just kind of tearing through all of them without all of them really. They weren't really working together so much as they were all just trying to take a jab at her and yeah. eating, you know, eating crow for it, and then. I love that spot where they all slowly, one by one, kind of did the shield thing where yeah, they just got onto the apron. What they would have to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, w- without making it seem so phony that, you know, that but they, they've spent the last couple of months talking crap about each other. Why would they ban? You know what I mean? So I thought that was cool. I loved how they kind of wolf packed her and, and, and tried to have to take her down. One person had, you know, they were like holding her legs. Yeah. The other person, you know, they, I, th- I, I thought that was a really another great uh, illustration of showing what had to be done to take her down. Uh, it was like seeing the uh, the Velociraptors versus the T-Rex oh, in the first Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah, no, it was, dude, it was pretty it, interesting. Oh, at the very end. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, it was it was cool. I, I honestly liked it. It showed, I mean, to your credit with the Velociraptor analogy, it showed how hungry they were. You're like, we're like, dude. We could beat the crap out of each other later. Yeah. But let's get this chick out of here because it's not yeah, going to go down. That's the bigger threat. That's yeah. the yeah. That's the bigger threat. And, and I, I um, like the uh, the heel, <laughs> the heel Charlotte attempted high five oh, after yeah. they did eliminate her. But that power bomb was uh, yeah. I was in, just, I was just getting unprecedented that, that, in was, women's wrestling. It, I mean, just the, because of how, I mean, first of all, Charlotte is the bigger, taller of the other three. The other two. I'm not saying Bailey's weak. I'm not saying that Sasha is weak, but compared to uh, someone yeah, of Nia's stature, stature alone, yeah. I mean, it was even amazing to see that Nia was even up in the air like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that was just, you know, because to to your point, Charlotte had to be carrying a bulk of that. You know, granted, the other girls had their arms, uh, you know, in their kind of like you were saying it was kind of a la shield, you know. Yeah, I, I got that feel for it. Know? I mean, which I wasn't mad at. But, it was, but and, to your point, it's like how much did Bailey and Sasha like how much weight did they take off of you know literally Charlotte's shoulders to make for that spot to happen? Because it, it was careful, uh, it was is well prepped, but it it was a good execution. No, it a, yeah, it was know? great. And so when they yeah. all dogpiled on that pin, it looked real. You know, it's funny because we bring up the shield, and we brought up how they kind of showed them working together, kind of like a shield without it, but not making it non believable. Mm-hmm. But it actually reminded me of. Um, when Charlie goes for the for the high five after it was almost like when uh, Seth uh, and um, you know uh, Roman 
and uh, Ambrose. I think was it was it uh, uh, Randy Orton that yeah, they did? Yeah, yeah. Orton, and then yeah. He tries to like, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. and then and then they turn on. Yeah, so, put his arms around. Him yeah, and... yeah. He try to get all chummy with him. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, uh, the corkscrew moonsault to the outside. Oh, Lord, beautiful. Lord. That was beautiful. Mwah, Flush. Beautiful. It, it couldn't have Hermosa, been any right? better. It, you know it. You know, you get worried for these girls. Yeah. Sasha, she does. She likes to high fly. You know, obviously, she's got an idol in Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, you know, but Charlotte, she pulls off these moonsaults almost weekly when she has these matches. But that spiral one or that corkscrew moonsault was just something special. We've seen it before. It wasn't as flush, but yeah, that, I think that, I've only seen it that that I think that raw match she had with uh, I think it was the false call anywhere with Sasha. She did it off the, the the stage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it wasn't as flush, but it was still impressive. But dude, yeah, she yeah. she looked back like the fact that she could look back and just know. Yeah, and, where you, you know, need and to she's be such like, a tall person. Yeah, she she really and has. She's in touch with what what she knows what she yeah, what, she what can her do. limits yeah, are. 100%. Yeah, she, that looked beautiful, man. Yeah, that would that was good. Um, that back body drop from the top rope too. Oh yeah, was that was that be, was uh, I believe Bailey that did that to her. Yeah, correct? while hanging upside down. Uh, in that tree of woe spot. And um, yeah, you know, I, I thought it was the whole match is well done. My only gripe about it was that it did feel like maybe the time got cut a little bit. Because um, I, I know you and I were both in agreement that we didn't care much for the Sasha elimination. It made sense that it was an exposed turnbuckle, but I just felt like it came way too. Just way too early, especially after Nia was just eliminated, maybe five or so minutes before. See, it's funny because my 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 complaint about the match is actually different. It's the fact that Sasha wasn't in the bottom two. Oh which, yeah, which I mean, that, that kind of was. Weird. I mean, because I I mean, in in our in our uh, match predictions, we had you know we were hope, hoping for Sasha to maybe walk out, but at the least do that little heel turn. I thought that if 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 it was her, the last two and the exposed. Turnbuckle, because I, I think the best spots with the exposed stuff is when they're exposed saying. early, and and then we forget about it. Yeah, we're not even thinking about it like, until yeah, the spot like happens. Generally, again. like if a table set up, yeah. things like that. Yeah. yeah, you're so focused on where the match went from that spot, you totally like it's out of, out of sight, out of mind. So if maybe she would have used that to eliminate Bailey, that could have been like a cool little hill yeah. thing. But my main argument was it was weird how Charlotte, her basis of Charlotte's argument. Going into this thing, this entire time was trying to turn Sasha and Bailey against each other. Yeah, like how do you not have these two as the last, bo- the bottom, the final two to help you know for storytelling purposes to continue that? Especially they had, uh, sorry to jump in, but because they even showed they teased it when Sasha went for that running Santon on the outside, Charlotte misses and she she crashes into Bailey. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's normally. Um, when there's an alliance and something like that happens in the past, it's usually the point where the the waters really get murky in that relationship, you know? So, but, you know, I, I almost feel like maybe they're saving it uh, for the weeks to come for payback. You know, I was thinking, because I was, I think the other reason why I kind of felt like weird about it was I felt like Charlotte didn't need to be in the final two because she's already had that WrestleMania moment last year yeah. with, with the with the new belt. You know, when that, that was around the time they brought the new belt. They introduced it. But you got to look at it from a booking standpoint, all like, you know, it's been said multiple times with that Sasha run in that Bailey, that convoluted finish of Sasha coming in. It's like it, it's being said that Bailey can't beat Charlotte without the help oh, of okay. Sasha. You know so I think maybe that's, that's okay. what was the stronger story to be okay. told. And 
you know, and from then we got that. I mean, I, I thought it was really cool. I didn't expect it to be the finish, but that you know, Savage like uh, oh, elbow the, the drop, Savage elbow, yeah. She, yeah, well, she drops a good elbow. No, for, no, she does. For she, a, she, a, a female wrestler, man, and, and not to break it down into that sort of, you know, who's a better yeah, at to, to make it so black and, and white like just, that. Yeah, but no, but I, again, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, and so, yeah, it's been unprecedented. Like how many girls really jump off? The, I mean, cross bodies aside. Des presses, senior sentons aside, yeah, yeah. clotheslines even maybe, you know, even a missile dropkick. But you never see someone go to the top rope except for Lita do a like a moonsault, you know, to someone that's laid out. So it was I thought that was really cool no, to see. And, you know? uh, yeah, but yeah. And I gotta say too, all their entrances besides Nia Jax, I mean, it wasn't you know, I won't say it was lackluster, but you had the the cool pyro for Charlotte. Sasha had a cool little chariot, um, like old school. I want to say maybe Rolls Royce that you know she was yeah yeah in tow of yeah. and and uh, Bailey even had the Bailey buddies like at ringside yeah, I thought it bit. really was a good festive thing for everybody yeah I, I thought it was I mean made it more special like, like I said I just I, I was hoping for that Sasha uh, Hill turn but you never know aha you know Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. the the Monday Night Raw after Mania things happen so guess what we'll to find out um, next the four way elimination tag match. Oh, I'm well, sorry. The, I keep calling it that. Yeah, it was a triple threat. Yes, it was a triple threat. I'm sorry, and it, it was a ladder match. Excuse me, guys. It was a three way ladder match. Of course, we wanted the club to win. I was excited for this match, gen- uh, genuinely, especially when they made it a ladder match. I don't know if I would have been excited if it was just a triple threat, but you never know uh, how they would have done it. Because yeah, I was confident those three were going to be able to put on a good show. Uh, yeah, I thought no, we were yeah, going to see it, a boom shock a locker from the top or something. Oh, you from know, the ladders. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have been mad. I, I mean, uh, it, it was, I wasn't interested. And then we heard the rumblings and then New Day comes out and they, they, they prove us right. And, you know, hats off to New Day though. I mean, oh, they the sold first thing you well. said when they came out to host, why are they in their wrestling gear? Yeah. And then when you see them later, they kind of have less of the gear on. They don't have the jackets on, the vests on, you know, they, they and still then have you the see final Kobe even stuff, slightly take the hat off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teasing that, you know, and I, you know, and I've said this, that I think it'd be great for New Day to turn heel again because they have gotten a bit stale with all these weird, you know, run-ins with Rusev and Lana and Titus O'Neil. It's like yeah, they kind yeah. of been in the water instead of chasing the tag yeah, titles, they, they, you know? Yeah, they just been, yeah, they, they yeah. Because exactly. it's kind of weird to think that probably arguably the most over tag team in the last at least five years was not included as more than a host on the biggest show of them all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I it was legit a good tease, but you're right. We heard the rumblings, you know, and I know we've had conversations with several people. Some people doubted us. Some people didn't a think it happened. I To me, I feel like the moment, the the and we're talking about, of course, the Hardys. Yes. Um, Delete. The, they, you know, the, it's, I don't think I've ever felt my heart pound so hard Dude. in a long time at a mania, Dude. you know. And, uh, you know, we heard that they were signed with ROH up until the 1st of April. We, we yep. knew they were in town in, in Florida for yep. a super card. And they were defending against the Bucks and dropped the titles. And dropped the titles. And it was reported earlier, I think, either not last week, this week of, you know, the go-home week, that there were indeed contracts offered. And the one thing you even told me the other day was that it was the 16-year anniversary. On Saturday. Of, on Saturday. Of, of, of them yeah. in that TLC match against the Dudleys and... Uh, you know, Edge and Christian, and um, what an ovation, man! That as soon as I heard that pulse of that music, it was like, oh my, it's the you know, I just couldn't believe it. You know, it, no, nah, it, it, I mean, to first of all, we, we went to the ROH show last year or uh, last year, last month, last month, yeah. So it was already a treat, and I already felt guilty for being able to go see these guys without my tag team partner, without my brother. You know what I mean? Because I'd never thought I'd see these guys. 
let alone these guys are back in WWE now. And we, I, you can ask, you can ask this man, Doc Lesnar. I jumped up and down. I, I honestly was drinking a beer standing up for the majority of that match because I was just too excited to sit it, down. Just in awe, man. Uh, Tremendous spots in this match. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, if we can, get, yeah, I don't want to say move past. No, the, yeah, the, just, just, just the, yeah, the, the biggest pop the of the big night. Elephant but in the room. Yeah, the match but, itself lived up. You know, then that's the theme. I think you know we were talking about trying to push these new newer guys. It seemed like uh, you know for the most part, a lot of these matches that you were kind of eh, about going in really lived up to more than the potential we were yeah. going to give them credit for. Yeah. You know, and that match was wonderful. No, man. I mean, um, dude, and I, I don't have too many notes on this, but I had a few spots I had to write down. Seamus, no, I'm sorry, Ch- Cesaro standing on Gallo's shoulder. Oh, my God. And then jumping off his shoulders to do the, the, the jumping foot stomp that he usually does. Yeah, that on, whole on, sequence, I don't believe one of them, uh, I think Seamus pulled someone's leg Caught him on his shoulders, oh, rolling fireman's carry. I forgot about that. He got on, yeah, yeah and then he went on Gallows, yeah. double stomp, then picks I think up he Gallows, picked up Gallows, and then does and another then, yeah, on top of Anderson, yeah. and yeah. that and that was just that was amazing. I totally forgot about that. Part. Those yeah, guys, you was, know, what, I, I will say those two, they grow me for a ladder match, and the, them being the brutes that they are. We already know Cesaro is athletic as hell. Yeah, they brought some really unique spots and yeah. things to that match. And no, they, I, I really enjoyed I, it. I, yeah. And, um, and you know who else? Cass and Enzo. They no, you know what? I'm not even like they, a lot of them thought they were going to be the third wheel in this match, just period, because Enzo doesn't do a whole lot, even though he's a smaller guy. So you would expect him to do some risks yeah. in, in a match with a ladder match. Cass being the bigger guy, you don't think he's going to do too much also because he's bigger, uh, but they made it work for him. They, you know, not, not too many uh, spots from him. But pretty good stuff, you know what I mean? I thought uh, it was they, creative. He threw uh, Enzo over the double ladders, yeah, uh, that were bridged on the, on the barricade to to hit. I, I believe it was probably Anderson and um, yeah, I want to say yeah, it was Anderson. I think Sheamus because yeah, they, sh- they sandwiched the Hardys. Yeah, yeah, now. that's what it was. Yeah, um, speaking of the Hardys, dude, the, the, the twist of fate off the ladder. Yes, <sighs> Matt Hardy, you don't. Well, have the, to the do first this twist anymore. of fate just looked just so good. I haven't seen it in so long in a WWE yeah. ring, but yeah, you're right. It started with the one. Matt's first twist of fate, and then the one off the ladder was just so, so glorious, you Dude, know? And then uh, before I get into the, the finale of that spot, because th- this is not going to beat the one I'm talking about right now, the the 30-count swing and beat of the boundary oh, man. Uh, simultaneously. Yeah, again, going back to the creativeness of these two guys who you Dude. didn't think we're going to wrestle I, that kind of style. But, but it's even crazy because these guys now are reminding me why people fell in love organically with when, when him and Tyson were doing stuff like this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I hate that they keep billing Cesaro as, as this tag team guy, but he's a great tag team. I mean, even leading back to the Kings of Wrestling, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. I'm, it, it, but I do want to see him flourish to do. But this, yeah, like, to your, yeah, like you're saying, these guys, they stepped outside the brute box and made this match work for them, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, there wasn't a whole lot of ladder uh, shenanigans either, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it, I felt like this match was just right, especially with the added hype built into it as the Hardys made the return. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, we had to get his mania. And the placement on the card, too, man. It was, yeah. was well-placed, yeah. man. Like, and, uh, of course, because it's mania, Jeff finds the biggest freaking ladder that wasn't even at ringside. I don't know where he probably, he made it in, in Cameron. <laughs> Had a ship straight from Cameron, from compound. and and just you know what? It's funny. I, I thought about it right now. They 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 didn't even uh, they didn't even get to bring uh, uh, Vanguard Vanguard one. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, Andy 
uh, he was on Facebook. He had said, I would have loved to see Vanguard come by, zip by, and grab those belts for him. That would have been kind of funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That actually, if they were able to actually have someone do, figure out how to do that, that would actually have been cool. But not mad at the finish at all. New Raw Tag yeah. Team Champions, Jeff, you madman. You don't, dude, we said, you heard this in the video when you did this in that street fight in ROH. It's like, you don't have to do this, Jeff. No, you don't. And you know, and he said, <laughs> they that, love you already, Jeff. You know yeah. that, but man. And in and, and that post, uh, I think post win interview that was on WWE.com, uh, he had said, I'm 39 years old and I can still jump off a ladder. And that's just hella impressive, you know. But that's yeah, now kudos to the Hardys yeah. for coming back. Yeah, kudos man. to WWE for bringing them back. And doing and, it right, um, dude. Thumbs down to yeah. TNA for leaving great, dude. big money on the big table. Big lot of money. I'm sorry, Impact. Yeah, I'm sorry, Impact, Impact. Wrestling. The, the wrestling of impact now. Fuck that owl, man. Yeah, yeah fuck that owl, dude. Fucking. After this, we are, had. Um, we're dumb, dude. We're we had that train wreck. Uh, Cena. I, I uh, maybe not a train wreck. wreck. I'm being very, very biased on this. And, but, you know, Cena, Nikki versus Maurice and Miz. Um, I felt like for all the gas that was poured on the fire, this did not live up this is... whatsoever. Now, I don't know if the time got cut, but it seemed like the only thing. That was important. Yes. Was the proposal. That, and I, I had heard rumblings dude, about it. I, I thought it was rumors. I thought it was just people. And, you know, and I was very joking. vocal online. I said, you know, unless your name is Randy Savage or Elizabeth, no one wants to see this. No, I, I, and, amen. And if amen. I'm lying, you go back and watch Main Day, you see how many people in that front row crying were, were shaking their heads. Doing the no, Daniel Bryan, no. You oh, know? yeah. You're talking about yeah, the Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, you know, it, dude it, nobody wanted to see that. No. Dude, and, save, save that for for total total bellers like, and you know it match it was a throwaway match. I mean, I mean, well, made, that, that, that's what both sucks of them about bad. That, that I I want I expected them to do some good things with Miz into this match because, like you said, the build yeah. was I expected more things from Reese. Dude, that's what's so crazy is I was even gonna say like she literally got a few slaps in. And then got beat up the whole match. Didn't do nothing. Yeah, it's like, what were Nikki, you posting on those videos for? Like, I mean, Nick, again, maybe their time got cut. I, but Nikki yeah. Bella does a running suicide dive on the Miz. Yeah. Like, and then, I don't know. Like like I said, it was impressive. I'm not taking that away from her. But Maurice, absolutely not impressive at all in this match. I don't know if this was the the whole plan from the beginning for the jump. But, dude. like I, like, I would it, hate to believe this, so. This was a waste. It this was. was a way I was. I was really. I was really digging this, the build, the 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 sparring, the barbs back and forth. Especially on the go it, home. It set what you love. This it set the table for a really good match. I'm not. I didn't expect it to be freaking tag team gold. Yeah, it wasn't gonna take. It wasn't gonna steal the show. I mean, to me, I mean, and, and and no no shade on the girls. Like I was more excited to see Miz and John fight more at Mania, and the girls were kind of more like side pieces or you know. Like, yeah. you know, to the equation, but, you know, they would do the whole cat fight thing, but again, not being yeah, derogatory. Yeah, it wasn't even that it, spot. But, yeah, you know? I, I It's know. like it was slated to be a spectacle, at least, and it, it was just a dud. And, you know, not to interject, but... No, no, no. As, it, as an engaged man, okay, um, you know, I, you know, I know from experience when I popped the question that the genuine reaction is, is just a lot different. From from your soon to be spouse, than what Nikki portrayed in yeah. that stage you know, or, or in that ring, and to me, I feel like they mu he that, must have already yeah. done it. Yeah, the moment already was. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it seemed like there was no genuine reaction that she wasn't crying, and especially for 
this marriage idea to be such a focal point in in things that Nikki really wants from John. And I don't watch Bellas. I don't watch Divas. Yeah, yeah, I don't but it's hard them. to not know these things when they're the they're internet, constant, especially you know, well, exists. the last two months. That's what the build. Yeah, and, too, and even know, before so. the last two months, it's it's kind of been a, a oh yeah, the last joke. couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a joke. Yeah, you know, and and you know, there's been speculation of Brie getting married and having a kid. Is there some sort of like envy a little bit yeah, and, yeah. And, you know it, it it and just like you said in these past few months it's been really pushed that nikki's you know not the brass ring but she's reaching for the ring that yeah, she yeah, can't yeah. obtain <laughs> yeah, and yeah. after all that there was just no tears no i you know i'm covering my face i can't believe this how you know and it's not even like that scene of just you know presented it bad it was just i felt there was no genuine realism to the entire like segment the reaction yeah. and and you know and you know, my fiance, she was watching it. She just happened to walk in at that point. And we, you know, as as an engaged couple, as the it couple, uh, we <laughs> both agreed that it just did not look genuine, you know, and um low blow. I yeah, that's a low blow. Shot to the nuts. Just that no, yeah, that was a major I mean, and, and ironically the same shot to the nuts that Miz got from Cena on the yeah. go home but SmackDown. That, and you know, I don't know, you know, it's just it, I don't know if that set the tone for maybe the rest of the, the card. And uh, we'll get into that in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, but, we'll um, get into that. We're gonna we're gonna get to another break. And um, yeah, this is again post mania special edition Wednesday, Quincy Jones show. We'll be back. Hey, what's going on, you guys? It's Quincy Jones Go, one half of your best damn tag team on the planet, the Mega Towers, and also one half of the hosts of the best damn podcast on the planet, The Quincy Jones Show. And I'm here to let you know where I go to go get my wrestling information. I'm talking the biggest scoops, the hottest news, anybody coming back from injury who's debuting. This is a place you want to go, EEW Sports. They are based out the UK, and you can check them out, eewsportsuk.wordpress.com. They just started a brand new series called The Shoot Series, where they interview any wrestlers from all over the world and ask them about the climate of wrestling, man. Matter of fact, this week they just got Jigsaw from Global Force Wrestling. You may have heard of it. Jeff Jarrett, what's good? All I'm saying is check them out. I'm saying they got the best news. News, the best everything they got a podcast coming soon as well you may even have checked out some of their footage on twitter and if you ain't following them on twitter why aren't you at eew sports also instagram at eew sports man they had a man on the inside for wrestlemania they were posting videos they were posting entrance picks these guys got it bro i'm telling you this is the place to go eew sports uk.wordpress.com go Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yo, yo, we are back. This is the Quincy Jones Show. We're here with Quincy Jones Go and his clone. Uh, That'd be me, Hip Hop Hybrid, Doc Lesnar. And we're covering all things WrestleMania. Uh, You know, we were talking about the Cena... Maurice, Miz, Nikki Bella, that whole proposal, debacle. debacle. Um, and, we, you know, the last thing we're saying is kind of, I don't know, I guess in my opinion, it did start to set a bad trend or the tone for the rest like, of the yeah, night. Yeah, to me, I feel like that's when it just started slowly landsliding. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I give it a, like, what, an 80-40 split? Yeah, you know. Or I should say 80-20, but... 64. I mean, yeah, eight out of twelve. I should. Sure, there you go. Eight, eight out of twelve was was looking pretty good. In these last, in terms of the matchups, yeah, yeah, I not all of them. I mean, 
Well, we'll, we'll get to it. Our, our next match we were going to cover is the Triple H and uh, Seth Rollins match. Oh, yeah. Um, the one thing I'll say, I like the match completely on a storytelling basis. Yeah. Uh, as far as watching the match itself as just like a guy watching wrestling, I found myself kind of tuning in and out of it at certain points. Oh, just okay, just really? only because, and we talked about this when we were watching it, is... Uh, you know, Triple H has a certain wrestling style that he that he works. True. Um, I felt like he that would made sense for him to carry the match mostly because you know Seth is selling this injury. Yeah. Um, okay. you know, again, it was like a Triple H. I mean, I play. I feel like this. I feel like if he would have put this match next to the match he had with Roman Reigns, but add the element of being able to use weapons in the Roman Reigns match, it, it wouldn't have been really any different. Uh, like I said, completely from watching it. From a, like a, just a guy that's watching wrestling. But from a storytelling standpoint, I, I liked it. Uh, There's a lot of points that I felt were good. Um, Like even, you know, when I think he was doing the, was it the, it was either the figure four or the reverse figure four on the outside? Yeah, the reverse figure four. And uh, was that on the outside? Uh, He did do it on the outside. Uh, he, he started he on the inside, but yeah, he did uh, go back to it once they were outside. I, I know he, he started like grabbing at stuff underneath the ring. You know the whole kitchen sink type bit, yeah, and like uh, you know just how casually that he was able to throw like to find the sledgehammer. That was kind of like weird because uh, oh, you, yeah, you okay. would think that'd be something that Steph, because she's out there, would have would have you know uncovered or had on standby. Uh, just you know standard Triple H shit. Um, but I did like how they showed how you know Triple H is still locking in this move. And he's looking and he's like, well, shit, if I got my sledgehammer, I don't need to lock this move and I'm just going to tear this kid's leg off. You know what I mean? So I kind of liked how the camera captured that. Because there's a lot of times where these guys try to like do things or get certain notions over with their actions or facials that either a bad camera angle won't won't be able to help illustrate it or they're just not really good at illustrating it. We know Triple H is a pro. So I, I did like that spot. Um, I didn't write too much down because, like, again, I was kind of uh, watching it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but I, I obviously the the Stephanie McMahon table bump was and was, I, I that was surprising. That was surprising. Oh, yeah. You know, I think at that point is when, like, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of on the other side of the fence. I enjoyed it both from a wrestling standpoint and a storytelling standpoint. Um, right. I thought right. it was really important. I mean, it gave you very big speculation that Joe that, that or was, KO yeah. would be involved, but I felt the the way, and it was kind of weird because at the end of the day, you get Joe not even came into the Andre Memorial Battle Royal, and he couldn't even get yeah. like a nod, you know, in terms of an appearance for Mania. Though his debut did come a little late, but um, I kind of liked it because it also gave Seth like the you know the clean win and and slaying the king per se. That's true. Um, Though, I mean, it could be argued that if he, you know, was throwing those kind of obstacles in Joe or KO, um, maybe more realistically Joe, since KO had already, you know, had his moment at WrestleMania earlier in the night. But, you know, it could have been a really cool thing where he toppled the King's men before he got to the King, you know. I could see that. But I I thought it was well done, man. You know, I I like the entrance. I like, uh, you know, well, Triple H had a hell of an entrance. I mean, 
way better than last year. I know a lot of people were fans of the Terminator thing. I no, thought, no, you know, I, it I just tapped swear. too far into his love and affinity for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, no, I know they Arnold had that one classic, moment on, and, back in the SmackDown yeah. days, and that's cool well, well, and everything. No, but, well, he's an advocate of the Arnold Classic. Yeah, yeah the, 100%, the which, that, you know, which you I know. get too, because they do pull and pluck some of their talent from yeah, that, you know. I mean, well, he's but a I just feel like I'm like most fans. I'm not a big fan, you know, of of having so many celebrity involved like so, nation yeah you know, <laughs> like, it's, you know it's, like, and so it's to me it was good to kind of get like a, a cooler entrance this this year um i like uncharacteristically it. saw steph and in, in like more of uh i think i was saying like kind of a sons of anarchy old lady type look yeah, oh, you yeah, know to kind of coincide with the whole motorcycle thing um and then even the police escort was pretty cool which you called you know i, I wasn't too sure what they were doing until it happened because i honestly thought it was Going back to the T one thousand, you know, I see what you mean. Uh, you know, um, I mean, no, thing. yeah, I get it because you know the the cop on the motorcycle and him on his yeah, motorcycle, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. so you know some Judgment Day type of ode or whatever. But no, I thought the whole thing was dope. I thought from top to bottom, it, it was a good presentation. I kind of knew what to expect. I mean, I've been a Triple H fan as you have been a Sean fan in terms of the DX, yeah, you yeah. know, and I kind of know that Triple H. You're right. He he definitely works that same calculated type of style Body, um but slow, i thought it was a better match yeah. to me than he had with reigns um i mean one could even argue it was a bit identical you had steph taking the spear last year you oh, got yeah. her taking the that, table I, bump I, I this totally year about that. Uh, but i thought it was pretty well done you know I, I get what you mean too on the outside spot with the um what was it the the reverse the, the sledgehammer and yeah i think it was well done i just think it wasn't well executed because i think some of you know the chairs he was trying to throw on all that stuff I think some of that was supposed to kind of, you know, land on Triple H, not so much in his direction. You know, mm -hmm. it seemed like he got near him, but never really, you know, um, you know, and, and maybe, you know, going back to what he said, it could have been one of those things where the cameraman was just in the wrong place, you know, uh, well, looking no, down yeah. at Seth when he should have been over Seth looking towards Triple H, you know. But and another thing is, too, I feel like that was kind of a reoccurring thing was there was a lot of times where cameras weren't where they were supposed to be. Well, no, well, the, 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 that would be broadcast. a Kevin Dunn call because he's the one that calls that that calls what cameras go to what and who yeah, goes yeah. what in the production truck. Exactly. Uh, but I don't know. I, 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 I kind of disagree. I thought, I thought it kind of came off the way it was supposed to. But, you know, agree to disagree. Yeah. Um. Again, I, I mean, I'm going to reiterate what you were saying. It was kind of weird for me that Samoa Joe, after kind of playing an, an, an initial part in the uh, the feud. Yeah, and the injury. Be, yeah, you know what I mean? Was nowhere to be found. And if not him, then, you know, maybe KO. If not him, maybe because it was Mania, they could have introduced, like, maybe a new Triple H soldier, whatever you want to call True. it, to this army he's building. But, uh, you know... I don't know. Then again, you know, we have no idea how long the legs would have been on this feud. This could have been, like you said earlier, you know, you go to Mania to either start stuff or to end stuff. Uh, this could be just the, you know, the final nail in this feud. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, if they would have introduced someone new, then that obviously the program would have gone on longer. But maybe Seth needs to take some additional time off to make sure he's 100%. Because uh, yeah, this I wasn't a standard, standard Seth match by any means, you know what I mean? But on that point... Phoenix Splash was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Frog Splash was dope. Um, I thought that... Landed uh, on now his back, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I remember now. I, 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 I was thinking that there would be a little bit more pop on whoever snapped that pedigree off first. True, But yeah. I felt like it was a little underwhelming. Um, maybe because it was Triple H. But, I mean, one thing I will say. I did say Triple H has his own kind of match. I don't mean that in any kind of way. I mean that he works in a way where he makes sure that every movement he's making means something. You know what I mean? Very true. Um, so, I mean, in that sense, again, from a storytelling point of view, I thought it was a good match. 
I don't necessarily, I be, again, I'm still going with my KO Jericho match of the night um, with, with the uh, the TLC. You know, and, I dare tie, say. Tied with the AJ one. But I mean, we're not even done. So it, yeah, it could be I, different. I dare say maybe could Hunter different. and Seth had the match of the night. But, you know, we got <sighs> different scales on how we rate Yeah, things, and that's so. the thing. What, what, what would be the criteria on that? You know what I mean? Very true. Uh, I mean, I think you know it, it's anywhere in, into what factors into a good in-ring match versus uh, story factors of a good yeah. story being told. Yeah, too, and especially with it being a mania. I mean, it's kind of. And then all the moving parts in between. Yeah, yeah. you know. And with it, a mania match is the standards are a little bit higher, yeah, a, little, a little bit stiffer, so to speak. Giggity. But uh, yeah, that was that match, man. And then moving on after that, I was really surprised. And from here, I, I, I felt like you kind of knew after, once they decided to put the WWE Championship match on after this, you kind of knew that the whole Taker match would be last. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and that's still to come, but I, I'm assuming you're talking about the Bray-Randy match. Yeah, I was, man. The, the I, WWE I tell you title what, match, yeah. This is literally my only note for this match. You ready for this? Sure. Can't believe they did Bray dirty again for a third year in a row. Period. That's all I got. Bray has not, he's been eating L's for lunch at a mania stage for whatever reason. I'm not sure. I don't know what it is with Vince and his, his thought process or creative process with Bray. Um, I feel like every time he gets a bit of steam, he pulls the reins back and I have no idea why. Now, maybe it's a numbers game just to give Randy another title, um, you know, uh, and, which makes him at 13, you know, and, and still kind of up there with the other three, like they say, the Ric Flair. And, and that's the, the only reason H's I thought, and, because they made it a point to say that, that yeah. fact. That I mean, well, they've said that a couple times. You know, the thing is, it's it's good company, sure, but it's like, it's not company. You know, no one else is, there's not, not a lot rel- of people who are, who are, you know, 10 plus heavyweight champion, you know. And so it's one of those things where... Could Randy use it? Sure. Did he need it then? No. And I feel yeah. like the guy who needed it was Bray. 100%. Because we talked about it. He's had the belt for like... 200%, dude. Yeah, huh? 200%. Yeah, because like, he, he's had the belt for, what, two months? Defended it twice. Yeah. And the second time was last night at WrestleMania. Yeah. And it's just... It's ludicrous. You know, and the thing is, they, they went through all this production with Probably the house burning. The, the You know, and him just, you know, baptizing himself of sorts in the ashes of Abigail. And... and you know, I feel like the production value was great, especially with the videos and the the video package and and everything like that. And then it's just like you know, you have the thing where the the maggots are on the ring, the worms are on the ring. The, the I don't know if they're beetles oh, yeah, the, the, or whatever yeah, it was. These projected images that were yeah, on. Yeah, you know, and, which, and, and I mean, to me, uh, it seems like you're you're trying, you know, especially when Bray says, "I have her power now." It flows to me. That to me is riding the rails of being the next Undertaker, which is what people already have accepted in terms of what he brings to this generation of pro wrestling. But you can't do that if you keep building him up just to break him down. And, you know, not only was, to me, it was at the wrong finish. It it was just, it was a match that we were robbed of. There was not a lot of time. And I dare I say again, I feel like maybe someone ran too long or whatever it was because their match did not feel long enough. You know, did it have big spots? Yeah. To me, like, it it attributed to the same trend that we were – talk about earlier on the show is a lot not a lot but quite a few matches their matches did not live up to the hype that their build put up you know yeah. what i mean and this was one of them and i was I, I, to your credit i was kind of disappointed i mean 
it is one thing if they're trying to get the numbers from Randy. Okay, whatever, right? But none of that's even like related or, or, or even relevant to the core issue of why they're fighting. And another another note I had, I've told you this before, we're watching it, is like, this was like the first time I really felt like they really downplayed the whole importance of the Royal Rumble winner heading into Yeah, that Mania. was 100% you know what I mean? disappointing. They, they made so much noise about, remember the Rumble, remember the Rumble. And, and, you know, it's the most stacked Rumble, and it was. And then, you know, Randy wins. And then it was such a big deal that he bowed out, and we didn't know what was going on. And then, and then he, you know, he's playing Bray. And then they kind of just, I don't know, man, like it, the, the whole fact, I mean, just the whole Royal Rumble fact in itself just kind of fizzled out. You only remembered it was Royal Rumble, you know, uh, Randy was a Royal Rumble winner because of the packages mostly, you know what yeah. I mean? And I don't know, it, it was... Uh, because it was, I mean, it was sort of lackluster how he won. I mean, I think the best part, or the only part you remember is that he beat Roman Reigns, and that was the best part of the finish, yeah. you know? But it's it was also like a, I'm glad it was Reigns, that got eliminated, you know, and and not the one who won. You know, that's kind of more or less why you you were kind of congratulatory towards Randy. But it's like, you know, it, it just the word to me is continuity. For years and years and years, the winner of the Royal Rumble wins his spot to main event that's WrestleMania. The and we talked on. about this last yes. episode, and not only that, As AJ is mad going against Shane. You know, he's blowing up the spot in Gorilla and all that stuff. He's mad because he says he should be in the, the quote-unquote yeah. main event of WrestleMania. Lee so it, when yeah. you got two storylines that are calling it that, and then when it comes to WrestleMania, you totally throw that one thing. You know, and, and it's crazy because that's just one of those unwritten rules that has been forever. Yeah. And so when you change yeah. the game like that, it's I don't know how, you know, it, I just didn't think, you know, at least if it's not going to go on, last because perhaps it is taker's last ride or whatever it's like at least have it after goldberg brock yeah you know where the yeah. two guys who aren't there every week to really give it a solid build you know should be they should play second fiddle to the two guys who are there every week yeah and you then, know and then when you say like that you got to sit there and feel bad for a guy like aj though he had the opportunity to be you know going against shane opening match of mania but it's like Dude, I'm here all every week. Everything he said about putting butts in his seats and making oh, yeah. SmackDown he made live, SD cool. He 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 he's speaking true. You know yeah. what I mean? And and so it's like it is when when you say it exactly like that. Two guys who aren't even here on a week to week basis to help make this something. They're only here, for, you know, so WWE can help make headlines. It, it I don't know. Like I I hear you because it's like it's one of those things where, I mean, it, it is what it is. They're gonna do what they do, and we've said it before. They don't they don't build wrestlemania around our fan base they build or, it around yeah, or our know, taste at all yeah yeah you know what i mean they build it for the guy that might catch it that one time and may be interested to see it again next year you yeah know I, I mean, mean? I, I just feel like they just put so much stock in the fact that bray was reborn in abigail's and for power and and, and, and and you know what you, you know, know what that makes like me... he was the vessel harboring the spirit of her and like you would think that would help him kick out of the arc and that was what gonna be my next point is like, dude, like what kind of pissed me off is the fact that we get a, a sister Abigail on the outside, we get an RKO on the outside, we get a sister Abigail finish with a kick out, then we get an RKO kick, uh, finish, no kick out. And I'm like, wait, hold on a minute. Like, oh, did he, did he, Randy kick out of a in the ring or yeah, because I, I thought he only hit that Abigail into the barricade. I don't remember. No, 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 he he, he hit a, a sister Abigail, yeah, uh -huh. and kicked out. 
And that's why I was just like, dude, what the hell? Like, exactly what the story told there is that Randy can over, you know, he put the crucifix in the ground and he overpowered the power you know of I mean? Abigail. That wasn't well illustrated to me. No, nah, that's not how it translated to me either. But And even down to the slow know. pin. Oh, dude, then that's what got me. It, it, there was no urgency. In the pin. It, so like, it almost made it seem like I already know this is over. I don't got to hurry to the table. You know, it, it's like the the the, the meal's going to wait on me. And, but it, it could have, like, there were so many times in, the, in just in the night where someone hit a finish, slowly got to the cover, and they kicked out. And the thing is, those nuances, like, they really mean something to. Dude, to you did the same thing with Randy Orton's at, at uh, I think, SummerSlam. Yeah. You know, same like, thing. And then he had that look on his face like. What? Like, and see, so now I don't know. I mean, I know AJ still owed a title shot. I don't know if him yeah, and Ray, or him and Bray are gonna fight over it. I mean, Bray is owed his rematch. Exactly. Or maybe yeah, we'll get a true. triple threat at Extreme Rules, which that would be kind of cool. Maybe Bray can get it back in that situation. I but mean, time I, I, will tell. I certainly hope so because he didn't deserve to lose it after not doing. They didn't even allow him. And like, and here's the thing. And you said you don't know what's up with Vince Man. I feel like I don't know. Like, and I feel like when it comes to and just three main years in a row. I don't know if it's like something against Bray. I don't know if he is a hundred percent sold on or confident. I don't know if he's that trusting, but he hasn't allowed him the opportunity to you know figure out. And the reason I say that is because I feel like the last three opponents he's had are people that have been in the company, older older dudes. That you know, if he's going to just place the belt on him, it's more comfortable for him to be like, oh no, well I got I got trust and oh oh Randy Orton, oh oh, oh uh, Undertaker, oh John Cena, oh no, it's cool. We'll just have him go over because. It's mania, and it's probably better. And uh, you know what I mean. And it's, and it's like, just... how long does he have to be here? To I mean, you gave him the strap, not the universal title, the WWE, WWE yeah. heavyweight title, the real belt, the real. In my you trusted eyes, yeah. him for that, and I mean, I don't know if it's just because you're trying to hide it in what's well, elimination chamber. Anything could happen because to me, it's like if you were just, uh, you know, I just feel, and, and you know, the thing is, a lot of people don't go into. Mania as heavyweight champion or universal champion, however you want to slice it, like, and walk out Mania as champion. And that, you know, that was one thing that I maintained was my worry heading in. I kept saying I kind of wish they switched roles. I kind of wish Bray was the one that won the Rumble. Randy was the one that won the title. And maybe it could have been different, you know. And That's I don't true. know. If, I mean, but at the same time, if we're going by tradition, you know, they would have main evented yeah. WrestleMania. So. That's true. But um, moving right along. We got the Universal Championship match. You know what? I'm not mad at this match at all. Not at all. Uh, I'm glad Brock won. I was getting kind of pissed off at... He just got... He, su he got suplexed three times in a row. No sold it. No sold it and just just spears the crap yeah, out of him twice. on the superhero thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's like... So if he's going against John Cena and Roman Reigns, who wins? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. it's just... I don't know. Like, uh, and, and then from there, you know, two... So three Germans... Two spears immediately after, Brock rolls out, which I was I was happy because I was like, please don't tell me we just sat there to watch this travesty of a Bray Wyatt match. Yeah, man, when he kicked out of that jackhammer, pacified so, by this bullshit so two minute match, and uh, he slid out, and then Goldberg sets up for a spear into the barricade, which I was like, wow, they're really giving him a lot of juice. I was just about to say too uh, much juice. Kudos to Brock for not selling. Uh, long enough, which I was hoping he wouldn't. Because um, man, I don't know, it's just to me. Which, which like, I, I know it's hypocritical. He's but, a beast. Yeah, you know, you're basically saying because how many times he's done that exact spot to how many people? Mark Henry, and then they're on they're on the shelf for like two weeks. So you know, kayfabe, or exactly. you know what I mean. But still, like he's 
he's done it the same spot to people where they're not on TV for a few weeks. Uh, you know, Brock goes and he gets hit. He's still in the match. He's thrown in. I think it was a no. He, that's what it was. He went for the jackhammer. He countered into uh, a five attempt. He slid back, got him into another spear. Yeah, and then got him in the jackhammer, which would have been the fourth spear. Uh, got him in jackhammer, kick out, which I was really happy. Uh, yeah, I you know would have been. It was just one of those things where I was like, did <laughs> just we just? And, and, and I don't know if that it, he didn't kick out. You know what's funny is that match high key, and when I think about it, the match they had that that stinker they had back in Mania. Yeah, these guys don't wrestle, and what I mean by that is like. They're exactly the same. They they kind of expose each other well, when you they know wrestle. What though, you know what I mean? But to go kind of go against the grain, what you're saying, at least in that match, there were other moves. The, the one where Austin was the special guest referee, there were other moves other than just the spear, yeah. other than just the suplexes, and other than just the jackhammer and the F5. The finishes, yeah. It was at least, you at least got 10 plus minutes on that. We got 447, which I guess is a record for Goldberg. You know, but, you know, Brock's had longer matches than that. I mean, he had a longer match with Dean Ambrose. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, um, but know. no, it, you know, I, I'm glad that Brock did get the W. 10 Germans. Yeah, it's yeah. total. I was and, happy at that because when he, when he went for the spear and missed, I was like, thank God. Let's put an end to this. And not to be a hypocrite, but I mean, it was good to see he he kicked out of Goldberg's finish, but Goldberg couldn't kick out of his finish. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. it was again after ten suplexes. So, yeah, you yeah. Know, three times the amount that he no so the first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean. So, so, but yeah, I mean, I'm not mad. I mean, in the predictions, we kind of didn't really put a, a a prediction down neither here or there. But I mean, let's just cut it straight. Like we knew Brock was going to win. I just didn't want to see the same old bullshit. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm more happy that the match was, uh, you know, to what you said, it was longer than the last two matches he was in. So, yeah, you know, on that note, cool. You know what I mean? I mean, that's all I really got to say about that. The the crowd was really in the Brock, uh, and I actually saw a fist bumpy kid in the crowd on the way down. So I was you know kind of. But to be fair, Goldberg's name was getting rang out pretty loud for, uh, you know, in a, a stadium with no top on it. You're, and, you're, you're watching the same matches I'm watching because from the jump, they were booing the show. No, no, no. I'm guy. not saying that he wasn't booed, but there was a point in the match where you heard Goldberg's name being, you know, being I'm chanted. A, I, not more than Brock. Like, it was just that. one small window where the. You know, dozens and dozens of loyal fans of Goldberg were letting their voice be heard. But, um, you know, but yeah, I think we both can agree the right man won on that. You know, Yeah, 100%. Speaking and, um, of right person winning, um, then we move on to this. Uh, who's the valuable? I'm sorry. The uh, six pack challenge Yep. Y'all. for the SmackDown women's title. That was uh, um, Alexa Bliss defending against Carmella. Yep. Naomi. Uh-huh. uh I was gonna say Maurice, <laughs> Becky Lynch, uh, Becky Lynch, Mickey James, and Natalia. Natalia, how you doing? Um, these guys obviously had cut time. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, I think we all kind of could foresee that Naomi was gonna take the W in her hometown. Um, I mean, she seemed genuinely more happy and actual, like like realistically happy this time as opposed to when she wanted at uh, No Mercy. Yeah. Uh, I still call the swerve. Oh, I'm bro. sorry, not on Mercy Elimination Chamber. Pardon me. Uh, uh, the crowd was very good to her hometown. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and she's the only one that had 
an elaborate entrance. Most of the girls were like halfway down the 80 yard ramp and then the other person's music cut in, you know? I mean, it was 80 yards. And that's usually a pretty good, you know, indicator that your time has been cut for rushing entrances like that. But they gave the, a lot of time, which they should have for the hometown girl and the hometown girl got the W. Um, I never, you know, it's crazy. Uh, the Slayo mission, which I don't think they called on commentator, uh, on commentary, uh, which is the submission she used against Alexa Bliss to win the title. I've never seen her use that. No, um, I know it was in uh, you 2K, know, 2K yeah. you know, in the move sets. I just never knew for those who play 2K. Um, you know, you guys probably recognize it too. But like, I remember seeing that you know on the on the create a move set option and never knowing who it belonged to. But also shows you how much I I play as Naomi. No, <laughs> yeah, know, right. Yeah, that's, that's that's very true. Yeah, but you know, I was surprised she didn't go for the uh, you know the um, what is it the spring not springboard the split leg moonsault. Um, but, you know, either way, it was, you know, good win for her. It wasn't the best match for everyone involved. It just seemed like, you know. It, it was kind of clumsy. It, it a little, little bit. Clumsy. You know, I, you got the double sharpshooter spot. Uh, and which then I was kind of mad Nikki at. Nikki got I a pretty good mid kick. I will say Yeah, no, that. she did. But I want I mean, that double sharpshooter. Because you, you've never seen it. I've seen it before. And I was hoping that it would have been a little bit better. I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking on Natalia. I'm not knocking on Natty at all. Um, I mean, it, and though it was a little bit clumsy, there were I felt like there were times that it did showcase a little bit of everyone pretty evenly. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy Alexis Hillward in all of it, and not just her moves and wrestling, but like you can audibly hear her say things like she's about to go after I believe it was Becky, and then Natalia just slides in a ring. She looks at Natalia, she's like, "Oh no!" And then oh, just yeah, slides yeah. out the ring. Yeah, I'm I'm and, thinking there's know, gonna be something after. Um. You know, and my pick, I mean, if it wasn't Naomi, my dark horse was Natalia. Because I was pretty intrigued by when she approached her in the beginning of this whole, you know, making this whole match, uh, you know, or setting up the match uh, to, at Mania. You yeah, know? I think that was so like the, I, yeah. I'm kind of curious to see if there's anything else that is going to come of it. You know, if we get a Natalia versus Bliss type of, you know, program, which I'm not mad at. But, you know, uh, mannerisms aside, there was a part where I think her and Carmella were having a shoving match. And I just couldn't buy it, man. Um, I don't know if it's because Carmella hasn't been on TV in a while, et cetera. But, um, you know, it was kind of cool to see Ellsworth uh, I was just gonna get, say, get try, the exploder. I was like, oh, he's really, he's, he's, he's uh, tuning out the band for yeah, real. He had he was, his little Rick Rude going on with his shirt, too. Oh, you, you talking about the airbrush on it? Carmella. Yeah. And I think on the back it said uh, Carmania. Carmania is what it, you know, yeah. which uh, that was pretty, yeah, not not, yeah. not a bad nod. Not a, yeah. You know, and, uh, but, uh, you know, it was KO Mania. I don't know yeah. if you knew. No, two actually. Yeah, two, You're exactly. It was KO Mania two. Deuce. Yes. Deuce. But uh, now, yeah. So hands down, you know, or, or I won't say hands down, but uh, you know, tip of the hat to Naomi. Wasn't the ideal match. Like I think if they had more time, it could have been really cool, especially given the fact that it's a first person to pin type situation. But um, nonetheless, the right person won. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I still and, call um, shenanigans a swerve. I feel like no, I, she wasn't hurt that bad, and I think ooh. they just really knew they want they needed to crown her in Orlando. You know. I mean, uh, to me, I'm like, what's better than going in and walking out? But then I, I think we were saying, if you're not going to walk in, it's, then the only option is to walk out of Mania, you know? Very true. And, and because she had her heart set on sliding down that ramp. What, you know, yeah. yada, You know yada, what's yada, interesting, but... too, is um, now that I look back, the only title, uh, or no, two titles that didn't change hands were on the pre-show. The IC title and the Cruiserweight title. Everything That's else true. changed hands. So, But, um, yeah, for, so from then on, we get to... What I would do or deem the undeserving main event of the night, um, you know, Undertaker's potential last <clears throat> ride or last match withstanding, um, 
Roman just did not deserve to main event WrestleMania again. There was no high level stakes on the line. I mean, like we said earlier, uh, there were some indications that he, he had said some things along the lines of wanting to retire Undertaker, but putting him down. It, yeah, it, but it wasn't like his career was on the line. You know, that would have been a really high stake. Um, you know, and it just there was no title involved, and and there just wasn't a huge thing to gain besides I beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. But you know, the only person that really holds the true prestige of that is Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and you know. So, you know, and we can get to the match. The match I thought was a lot better than uh, the last couple of efforts that we've seen of Undertaker um, in terms of Mania. Now he had, he did have a good Hell in a Cell match. Um, mm. uh, well, I won't say Hell in a Cell match. Uh, what, what was the what was the match he had with, uh, with Brock? Brock? And that's it. Was it no, SummerSlam? It was, it, was was that, a, it was a Hell in a Cell. It was Hell in a Cell. Yeah. I, I he got very physical in that. Um, you know, the match with Shane kind of went as everyone thought it would, but I, you know, and it's been said, you know, we've been talking to a lot of people that maybe perhaps his match with Punk was probably the last time he had a really good physical uh, uh, matchup and, and opponent, you know, the one that with, was, with Punk, was that, um, was that the year after the second Triple H one? Uh, I want to say so. I want to say so because that had to be the year, yeah, 28, because that's when um, The Rock came in. And uh, that's, right. that's why they were doing. That's why he had to find another opponent because he was he, he pretty much that's right. got screwed yeah, out of yeah. the title. And it, was, it was supposed to be once in a lifetime. Yeah, it was twice, twice in a year, <laughs> once in a lifetime, twice in their pocketbooks. Yeah, so, thanks, but thanks you know the that. match was good. Good back and forth. He was laying those suit bones down. A lot oh, of great man, looking I love punches, suit bones, bro. He was he was raining. Oh yeah, down. he was raining down. Choke slam on the table looked good. Choke slam on the chair. I'm not mad awesome. at the spear through the table. I kind of called it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm no, not, you certainly did. I think as I'm, soon as he took off the the hood of the second announced table, yeah, the one, yeah, the one that was closest to the because yeah, I was like, far well, left, you, yeah, you already just took. The, I'm like, okay, this this is gonna be like a Dave Batista and that was a really good looking spear, spear special. No, yeah. it was a good spear, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's why I was kind of proud because he, even after that spot, he was still going. Like you know, like I'm, 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 I'm. You'll never hear me do this, but I'll give Roman his props as far as how he looked in his match. Uh. You know, I thought, like you said, it was a really good back and forth. Um, I just was not a fan of, like, literally, we just had to, like, watch, sit there and watch Undertaker just get, like, destroyed in the last five yeah. minutes unanswered. Like, it's just like like going to a basketball game and watching your your your, your favorite team, you know, just lose on 22 and oh run the last five minutes of the game. You know what I mean? Like, it, Yeah, it, true. I mean, but you know what? As biased as I am as a resident Undertaker fan, I can, you know, I can also, in a weird twist, like appreciate what was going on because at the end of the day, Undertaker's a pro and he's going to do whatever it takes to get the guy he's in the ring over with, you know, or I'm sorry, whoever he's in the, in the ring with over. Yeah. But more importantly, like I saw it as more of a storytelling, um, you know, tactic, you know, I, I think he knew where the match needed to go in order for Reigns to believably take him out. I mean, what was it? Five spears, maybe four Superman more, punches. Um, you know, to be, you know, I would have loved to see, you know, uh, a, a true last ride, you know, as well as like, you know, we didn't get an old school spot, which I was kind of. That's not true. Did we get old school? We got it early. Yeah, he was getting oh, okay. shit in early, 100%. Yeah, because I remember I, I was like, oh, okay, like, that's what's up. Okay. So, so even then, yeah, he still is limber because, you know, and going back to the the open of this uh, of this podcast was there was just a ton of people who who really believe that the entire match was carried 
by Roman Reigns, and that, I feel like ridiculous. It, yeah, yeah, you know, what I mean, and a lot of people feel like he, you know, Undertaker was gassed the whole time. You know, my my whole argument to that is the man took a spear through a table yeah. and still went on with the match, still delivered a choke slam, still tombstone the guy. You know, and and the tombstone looked on point. Yeah, it was not. You know, and Roman was the guy that had. I mean, a lot of people think maybe it was dead weight, but. I just feel like there's so many other guys who have not messed up that spot uh, with, with Triple Undertaker. Triple H has done it. Yeah, Triple H has done it. You know, I was just thinking about that. He probably you know? lifts more than the guy, too, to be honest. Yeah, you know, and, you know? and especially if, you know, we're going to go by wrestling logic. If Roman Reigns beat Triple H last year, you're saying that Triple, you know, that he's better than Triple H. Yeah. So, you know, that that should have been all you needed. But and I just, you know, I wasn't a fan. I mean, people botch. It happens. But at the same time, you know, when you when you're in, when you panic and you go to okay, let me go back to the Superman punch. It's like man, like I I don't know how else to say it. Like I think Roman is a hell of a talent. He's a good athlete, has a good future. I don't think that he's earned some of the spots he's been in. I understand that he is the chosen one right now. Um, but you know, it's and not to go into a long tangent, but I just feel like I can speak for a lot of the wrestling fans. The minute you tell us who's going to be on top and publicly make it that way. Um, well, we this, don't want to take it that yeah, way. We want to organically like or dislike reject, this person. We're going to reject that idea. Yeah, we're allowed to. That. If we're going to invest and suspend our disbelief, we are allowed to figure out for ourselves who we deem a star, let alone the guy. You know what I'm saying? And and you know whether it's the fact that he got to main event another WrestleMania. Um, you know, for no reason, in my opinion, or it's just, I feel like he's exposed a little bit. You got two moves, you know, like yeah, he, you know what, like, but to your credit, like what you were saying, that's true. Like the guys are the guys who organically get themselves over the Austins, the rocks. You know, I was going to say yeah. big to me, one of the biggest, probably the, the two most turnaround stories are the rock and stone cold. Dare I even say Goldberg? He came from a guy plucked from power plant obscurity and just started going through dudes. Oh no, no. I, I, the reason I say those because I those two really ring in my head as far as they had they got themselves over. The Rock was getting cheered even though he's a bad guy. Sunko's getting cheered even though he's kicking guys' asses. You know what I mean? Yeah. And before kicking guys' asses were even cool, and I mean like kicking like like you know personnel and and and, and higher ups and shit. So it's like. Now we're in, you're telling me that wrestling's in a spot where they have to manufacture a guy and say, okay, we're gonna program everyone and say this is the guy. Like, no, man. Like, it's just. I mean, it, it, and guys and other guys get stifled who who are far more yeah. over than he is. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'm, and I, I use this I comparison know. a lot. I feel it's like going to a restaurant and not being able to like like you're looking at the menu, looking at all the great possibilities, and the waiter tells you what you're gonna eat. Yeah, you know, and that. it's like. How do you accept that as a person? You know, like, I don't even get to choose, you, you know, the, the people who, I mean, we're the reason you're here. Yeah. You know what I mean? If there are no fans, there's no WWE. Well, and yeah, um, I'm not trying to wage war with this and... that. You know, it's just, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's one of those things where, and, I, you know, I had in, in that conversation, I had a conversation where I was just kind of pointing out, you know, despite him being athletic and being, go, coming from good stock in terms of wrestling royalty and, and having the look and everything like that. And now uh, we talked about this last week too, in terms of being able to talk and, you know, and, and whether it affects whether you get a push and things like that. You know, I just think, you know, between Reigns, you know, he was great in the shield. 
he was probably the biggest blue chipper out of there, you know, and I, this is coming from a Rollins and Ambrose fan, you know, not knowing much about Reigns until he came in. I think you knew a little bit more because he was an FCW. Doing the Lee Aki thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, but then to go from believe that all the time, I'm using that outside the shield now. I'm using my shield music and I'm using my shield attire, basically. It's like, to me, it just seems like for him to be the guy in line, they don't have a lot of faith that he can do it on his own without using the guise of the shield to kind of shadow Prop him up yeah yeah you know what what he's not able to do you know whether it's talking i mean he's i feel like he's 60 40 on great promo um you know and and but he he can wrestle he's got great matches i just think it's ludicrous you know that sometimes they do have him just going through guys and some of the logic isn't there but you know back to the you know the finish of the taker match it did take a lot to put taker down so you yeah. can't take that away from taker but if yeah. anyone in their right mind thinks that taker had to be carried throughout that match like you guys are horribly mistaken he's a pro he knew what he was doing you know even down to if you want to say dead weight you know it's the fact that he's also selling that he got speared through a damn table. But he's also 300 pounds. 100, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Seven like, one, like, come on, man. Like, you know, and, but yeah, so we did get Roman getting the win against uh, the dead man and proclaiming that this is his yard. And, you know, and that's another yeah. thing was, man, he, he was just really I, I was healing just it up. Bring that up. I'm like, dude, this better be all, I mean, what is this for? Yeah. Just yeah, so he can say it. No, there needs to be something going on. I hope there, there needs to be a heel turn. Yeah. I don't 100%. care if it's tomorrow or, I mean, it's, you know, Monday. Uh, but it's like something needs to happen because what what is this all for? The, the trash talking was ridiculous. Yeah. It's off the Richter scale. He's really I mean, it's, it's one thing if it's a competitive. But, no, he was playing. He was doing some 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 heelish. Oh, yeah. He was. Some dastardly type things. And you know what else was kind of weird, yeah, too, was we how like the, to the, the no holds barred situation came into play really last yeah, minute out of nowhere. And, and he got the rope break yeah and and but you with, could hear michael with, they were kind of just like yeah with the hell's yep, gate you yep, know yeah you can only win by pinfall or submission yeah and, and, and that's, that's what it's like but you got him and like he's got his leg on the rope and the ref allowed him to break it's like i just hate those situations because then the commentary tries like hell to cover it up you know and it's just like i i don't know it's it's just one of those things where i even thought maybe from Hell's Gate, you were gonna get that one arm power bomb that Reigns usually does, you know. But no, like yeah, the schoolboy, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. you know. And so, but um, you know, besides that, I thought there was good spots. It was, I thought it was a good, you know, good enough match. I don't think it was good enough to end the show, but you know, like you said earlier, once the title matches came into play and they were coming before Taker, I knew one hundred percent even more that they both came before the six, the six way. Yeah, exactly, and because no way the six woman, uh, woman, uh, or the six pack challenge was going to main event uh, WrestleMania. No, but you know, it's just weird that the spot that they were able to be in, you know, and and I, I feel like you know everyone's heard rumblings and rumors of is this his last match? Will it be? And I feel like the moment that we realized it was going to be the main event, there was no question that there was something that was going to go on, and you know, so post match we did get Undertaker having uh, a funeral of sorts of you know him of his character, you know, taking off the gloves, the trench coat, the trademark hat, laying it to rest in the middle of the ring. Um, and you know, I, it's not the first time he's laid the gloves in the middle of the ring. So a lot of me, you know, and you were there, you saw how emotional I was getting. And I just didn't want to believe what was going on. Um, 
but it wasn't until he was making his way up the ramp, stopped, and for the first time ever in his career, acknowledged, uh, I won't say first time ever, because he did this when he was American Badass, but his current wife, Michelle McCool, who they didn't even acknowledge during the, the broadcast of the match, he acknowledged, came over and gave her a kiss, and that's the most human-like, I think, the phenom Undertaker act humanized like that and acknowledge that he you know has someone dear to him like that maybe yeah. since paul bearer was yeah yeah one, i was gonna know. just say that you know and so I mean, or, or um, and sarah there, you know he does walk yeah. up halfway you know does the last stare of sorts and i you know it was tough because you know not to quote rick flair but with a tear in his eye you know he um looked back at uh was perhaps his most passionate love in the world I mean, he, he looked at his body he looked back at his body of work yeah to me that's he just sat there and looked at everything he ever accomplished right in just, that range. yeah he had you know not to crack a joke but maybe just a dewey cox moment of sorts where yeah he just you know look he just looked back at his whole career and what was his life you know and uh raises that fist one more time and you know we saw him uh descend you know yeah. below where uh you know and that's what we went out there with and um you know uh, even, uh, you know, it, it kind of sucked because, uh, you know, as I was reading reports after, you know, we did see that, I guess, his, you know, even as the lights came on, people were gone. His, no, I his, saw that. His, his, hat, his stuff his was still. Yeah, they were in the ring for like, I think Dude, it was like 30 they, minutes after the show went off the air. Yeah, I saw a picture of like the crew that were, the, the, mm -hmm. the actual crew, the WWE crew were cleaning up and that they just went untouched. It was still there. Yeah. I mean, which, which you know, for WWE purposes, I'm pretty sure it was like a, you know, a planted picture opportunity or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just goes to show like, I mean, I don't know. That's why it bothers me when people are saying that he has to get carried. I'm like, dude, go do your homework, bro. Go, 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 go see why he's a big deal before yeah. you denounce why he's a big deal. You know what I mean? And, uh, delight in the mood. You said Dewey Cox for real wrong kid died. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Roman wrong Reigns. Kid won. I mean, and this is the thing for people listening. Cause everyone thinks I have this, you know, uh, predetermined like hatred for Roman. I like Roman. I liked Roman. As yeah. a person, this has nothing to do with him as a person. I know he's doing, he's a company guy, so he's doing what he's being told to do. You know what I mean? But he's kind of got the Cena syndrome going. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? And it's kind of hard to shake it, especially. Yeah. And, and like, obviously, they're priming him to be that yeah, next take, guy yeah. to wear those shoes, you know, which is not wrong, but it's just tough, you know, watching him get put in these situations that I, like I said earlier, I just don't feel like he deserves. I, it, it comes off as a little bit too much too fast. And usually yeah. when that happens, the person that you're expecting to hold the torch usually drops it and can potentially burn the place to the ground, you know? And, you know, I, I don't want it to happen where it's a, I told you so moment, but you know, there's only so many situations they can place Roman in where they expect him to adapt and rise to the occasion where they're going to realize he's going to need more than just a spear and a Superman punch, you know? I, I mean, mean, even essentially, Superman punch is a jab. Yeah. It is a jab. That that move is in the UFC video game, and they don't put nobody down. No, it no, doesn't. Nothing. You know and, what I'm saying? And, you know, and that's why I remember when he was doing this thing with Brock, a legit UFC fighter, yeah. I might add, and it just took the legitimacy out of it because it's just like this guy was a UFC heavyweight champion, you know, and it's just like, and for you to come from the world of sports entertainment and drop this Superman punch on a guy who's actually been punched in the face in real life yeah. and yeah. Was selling it, it's it's kind of crazy, you know? But um, well, let, you know. Me, let me ask you this. Cause I, I mean, obviously, resident Undertaker fan, you were adamant about how you felt, especially last night. And I was going to ask you some things, but I figured I'd save it for the podcast. 
is some of this stemming, I mean, obviously this is a guy that you grew up with, you know, like you said, this is someone that was damn near your family on a TV screen, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I mean, we're, is a little bit of this like stemming from you with, uh, with the small hope that the sting match will culminate? You know, or, or or was it more so that if I mean I know you said it had it been John Cena you wouldn't even have been mad. That's how much you did not like the fact that Rome. It, it could have been you would have been more happier if it John Cena. Not the fact that Taker Taker would have still lost, but he would have lost to Cena as opposed to Roman. You know what I mean? I, I mean, mean it, in the words of the Eater of Worlds, Bray Wyatt, anyone but you, Roman. Yeah. At this moment. I just don't know how much they can give to this kid on a silver platter. Dude. Three WrestleManias in a row, two or was it three title reigns already? You know, and um, you know, and a useless U.S. title reign as well. You know, I mean, and I, mean, I just don't understand why he needed this. Uh, to answer your question about Sting and Taker, I think that's something every Sting or Taker fan wanted to see. Um, I want to still hang on to the small hope that. Maybe Taker is just going to take a year off. Um, maybe we'll see him at 35 or something, you know, Mania 35. And maybe we can get this match where at least if you have him cool off for a year, um, you know, you kind of get that unexpectancy of the dead man coming back. And then maybe he does come back for one last match. And maybe Sting is the guy to bring him back. And it, what I think would work in that, you know, situation is the fact that, you know, Sting is retired but in his in his uh hall of fame speech he said this isn't goodbye this is see you later you know yeah, and, no, and, he, and it's a match he has said he he has regretted not having and i feel like undertaker has, does feel the same way um it has nothing to do with even with me feeling the unfair treatment of sting and obviously the, the just the very unfortunate you know career ending injury he suffered but i think they are both owed that um, you know, yeah. just as a way to both ride off in the sunset, the way that the the fans deserve it, it's, and not to sound selfish, because both men deserve to end the careers on their terms. Well, but... even how they would prefer it, you know? Yeah, what I mean? exactly. Because you know, I, and... I mean, come on, like Vince, Sting and Taker at a Mania, compared to Sting and and and, and Triple H at Mania, what do you think is yeah. going to draw more money and more people put butts in the seats? Like people, it's they, they yeah, paid to see on that Sting. End. They paid to see Sting. They didn't pay to see Sting fight Triple H. They, they paid to see Sting fight in his first match. Yeah, that, that's all it was. It's, yeah, it, it was just the fact that Triple H was the co-star in that. Yeah, you know, it, and it's like, yeah, it, it's. I agree. It Sting has a name value, just like the Undertaker. You know, where that alone will, you know, Undertaker that, alone that rings being bells. at Mania doesn't matter. You know, because people buy tickets before Mania. Comes up, they they buy it before Undertaker even knows who he's facing. Yeah, 100%, so the, it's yeah. just the fact that I'm going to see this and this and this, and Undertaker's going to be there. You know, it's the name value, and so that's what's kind of confusing too. Because you're, like you're you're right, man. Mania is built around marquee matches, and I don't see how that was the kind of money you wanted to leave on the table. You know, but you know, like I said, I hold out small hope that it could still happen. Um, and like you said, I it's I think it was so indescribably hard to hard to digest that Roman was the guy to basically retire Undertaker that I felt like it should have been Cena. Um, it, but, I, so, it would have been an easier pill to swallow if it was Cena because you believe that Cena is as good as they see, make him seem. And then Cena, and that, it's funny you say that because I'm thinking, okay, so Brock breaks the streak, but Roman beats the Undertaker and, and, and retires him, quote unquote, so he's better than Brock. 
You know what I'm saying? Which has not even been still has not been proven. Yeah, exactly. You know, he still has, he has not. He has bro. not beaten. Bro. But I feel yeah. like that's what all this was about. I feel like this was just a move to make Roman look the best he could. He went. You know. Remember, he went through Braun. He didn't deserve that W. You don't do that. He, I mean, and yeah. that was to make him look good for Taker. Taker chokeslam Braun. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. You know. But now I feel like now that Brock has the gold, this is just to get Roman back on top. To make him a legitimate threat, I beat the same guy you did, and I retired him. No one's gonna buy it. I and that's the thing. I like I like when Roman when he was on his solo tear right before he got hurt. Like you said, he was doing a real organic job of getting himself over. And then as soon as that news hit the fan, it was like, oh no, no, yeah. Because even and, and the thing is, it could have been anybody. It yeah. could have been. It could. I mean, and the thing is. Yeah, it's if, not the fact that it's Roman. No, it's not. It, it could have been anyone, but it's also the way they've been booking him to make it seem like he's just like, yeah, I know, I don't care. Yeah, like, like, like if it know? was Sheamus. <laughs> yeah. If it was, you know, and I hate to say it, if it was Cesaro, but it's it's not because we don't like them and we don't think they're talented and they don't have the chops. It's literally just the fact that you're telling us it's going to be this and I don't care. And that coming from a 70-year-old man who's a little bit naive about what today's modern audience wants what? to see yeah. it, it's it's i don't i just it, it's tough like like i said the whole thing is a tough pill to swallow you know like i even on facebook you know last night i was just like you know i'm in the, my room i'm looking at all my memorabilia you know the paul Barry you got me the undertaker socks the just undertaker 25 years of you know taker book the dvds all that stuff and it, it's crazy to think i get it we had the end of an era match not too long ago but that it's like you said if it to me it felt like a, a distant uncle or you know or or a family member something i grew up with uh it's like pulling the plug on it's it, like dev know? with kobe yeah you know it was me it was like me with jordan yeah and you that's know? the thing i was me thinking was, today, more importantly me and sean because you're, you're oh, yeah, always no. the one that had to do the do the job but and and the same in the same echo of what you're saying had it been john cena instead of roman reigns I wouldn't have liked anyone else besides maybe Triple H that would have done the honors. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred. Because to me, and that this is what I was thinking about today. For Shawn Michaels, just to clarify yeah, for those yeah. listening, yeah, yeah, hey, Shawn, yeah, you know, which yeah, that was hard for me to watch because I, I love that we got a repeat of Shawn Taker because the first one was just so oh, great, and those guys amazing. have faced, you know, whether it was the first inaugural Hell in a Cell to anything that they've Ooh. done together, casket matches, etc. You know, but to me, the equivalent of See if Cena did it, that's like Kobe retiring Jordan. I can see the that. fact that Roman did it is like Westbrook retiring Jordan. Mm. And I'm, I, I mean, I it's, just... it, 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 it's essentially like he imagine being on the roster and and that news hits the fan. You're like, great. So in the whole classroom, we know that we all got to fight equally to get this grade. But what good is it? Doesn't matter if Roman Reigns is the teacher's pet. Hundred percent. Bringing that apple for yeah. for for Mister Mister McMahon. He might and, not. You know, you know like, he's gonna get the cheat sheet the day. Yeah, uh, like he's, he's the, the foot, steady he's guy. A star quarterback. And, they need to play in Friday's you know game, I mean? and they're gonna give him the passing grade. Like right. that's just how it is. You know, he's the he's the guy, number one guy in the locker room, um, at WWE high. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, so, but uh, you know, I don't want to end this on a high note. I know, uh, or on, on a low note, I should say. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want a high note. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't want to end this on a, on a low note. Uh, we will be back um, with another episode soon. We're going to be obviously the uh, Raw after Mania, the yeah, SmackDown yeah. after Mania, yeah. the NXT after Mania, the yeah. 205 Live after Mania as well. It's, it's, you know? a, it's a big week ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's not Mania week was big. You know, had the Hall always, of Fame takeover yep. and Mania, but 
it's the week after is j- it's the Just first day of school. Yep. yep. You know, yeah, and then the 100%. last day of school, you know what I'm saying? So Hell yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. But I want to say thank you guys for, for yes. hanging on this long. Mania was hellacious. Like I said, I give it, you know, I give it, I give it, I give it four out of five stars. If, if it's out of five, but if it's out of 10, I give it eight and a half. You know, if I it's out of 10, I got to give it 7.5, 7.9. Really? Um, Maybe just a solid eight if we're just going to really round it out. Well, um, okay. Then let me ask you this because we're, we're just going to just just fast round. You want me to do high spots, low blows? No, 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 no. We're just gonna, I'm just going to ask you your, your, what, in your opinion, was the best match of the night. Best match, and, and, and as far as criteria, we're just we're gonna yeah, we're gonna melt this thing stars. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's tough. You know, I mean, I felt like AJ and Shane had a really good, at least a four star match. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like KO and Jericho had at least a four and a half. hundred percent. Um, I really thought, you know, same thing with Seth and Triple H. I thought that was at least a four and a half star match. Um, I don't think there were any matches on the card that got a perfect five. May, or you know what? Let me take that back. I feel like the one that stole the show was the Fatal Four Way Tag Team Title Match. The last entertainment value of it, and you know, not it wasn't a whole bunch. Can you imagine if it was tables in that bitch? Man, it would have been probably hellacious too. A little bit more. I feel like not everybody took a whole lot of ladder bumps and stuff like that, but that is tied for my second between a Fatal Four Way uh, ladder match, tag mm-hmm. match, and AJ uh, and Shane. That's my second place, but my first. I said it earlier uh, in the episode. KO and Jericho, I felt like they put a put on a great yeah, match. Those guys and, had and good you know what? time. To I, work I was just going to say, I was I was going over these matches because I, you know, I downloaded it. Uh, <laughs> <Torrance>. <laughs> I mean, I was watching it back, and I was uh, timing their match. A lot of people got like at least twenty minutes. A lot of people got like yeah. at least twenty minutes on the on the card. But um, uh, again, I want to say thank you for everyone that uh that that listened in. Uh, it was a special Wednesday edition of the Quincy Jones Show. WrestleMania Wednesday. Uh, WrestleMania Wednesday. You got it, man. Uh, that's exactly what I was kind of going for. Uh, that's that twin thing. I don't know about it, but we do. So, uh, you know, get with it or get lost. <laughs> no, but thanks again for listening. Uh, chime in, man. Let us know what, what your guys' favorite match of Mania was, how you guys felt about Taker, how you guys felt about, you know, whether you're Roman, pro-Roman, whatever, how you felt about the Hardys coming back, how you felt about eating Krug, because we told you they were going to be coming back. Uh, tastes good. Uh, does it taste good? It's better. Put some lorries on care. it. Put some lorries on it. Hopefully, but once again, I am Quincy Jones. Go. I am Doc Lester. The hip hop hybrid. And this is the Quincy Jones Show. We'll catch you next week. Go.